Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's Breakfast with Boom. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And my goodness, do we have not only an all-star cast ready to spend the next two hours with you, making your Friday one of the best it could possibly be, but we have a ton of incredible topics and some that are the hot press button news of the week. And of course, before we get into that, as we wait for some of our other panel members, let's introduce the cast of characters. And we're going to start with first the someone that just rebranded his channel, actually made the debut today. Please welcome Mr. Bad Bits. What up, everybody? I have so I fell asleep last night at 3 a.m. <laughs> uh, getting everything pretty much ready. Uh, everything but like the YouTube stuff is all is all a go. And uh, and then like I couldn't sleep. I woke up at seven and uh it's been a morning it's it's like cathartic it is uh an unreal experience so yeah uh rebranded the channel uh it is now just the trophy room a playstation channel instead of bad big games so nice. here we are it's gonna be a fun time got a lot of love on twitter it's been it's it's been crazy it's been crazy i need more coffee <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you, Drew, the, the new opening that you have, I'm not sure if you have debuted it as of I yet. Did. It is absolutely mm -hmm. stunning. As a matter yeah. of fact, the gentleman behind that work, why don't you kind of give people the idea? Because if you didn't know, because no one really yeah. knows, I'm actually working with him as yeah. we speak to design something new for, of course, the Xbox Factor podcast. Yeah, man. So I was working with my good friend Diego over at Season Gaming. He does all their art over there. And uh, you know, when uh, when when I was approaching people for like the 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 motion art, um, you know, Ainsley told me, "Hey, listen, Diego can do whatever you you need. He can do it." And so we've been talking for just literally this the last few weeks, and he has produced something really special, something it's, it's, really it's incredible. Cool. It's incredible. It is work. absolutely incredible. And then big shout out to my friend uh, Adam Leonard, who created uh, the art that you're going to see now on the channel, and Diego bringing it to life. So De Niro Primero on, yes, on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. Go follow that man. You're if you need if you need motion graphics, he's going to be the guy that's going to deliver. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely. Um, he did the intro for my King of the Statues. Oh my mm -hmm. God! Really? Well, look yeah. at the what a small world. Yeah, he's we're currently working on. Uh, we've been talking on through DM as of yesterday, and uh, listen, folks, if you if you are starting a YouTube channel or you want some some of this work, there's so many incredible content creators of uh, that that have just the magic touch. You know, obviously, Graphic God has done all my work. We I'm I'm now working with De Niro, uh, which is again, if you see if you see Mr. Bad Bits. Intro, uh, intro for uh, the, the trophy room. It's it's stunning. It's stunning. Yeah. And of course, obviously, if you watch King of uh, King of Statues, and why aren't you watching King of Statues? You'll see the opening. And as a matter of fact, Mrs. Boomstick absolutely loves the opening to that. And speaking thank you, of thank you. King David, we're we're gonna we're gonna do your introduction next because obviously, not only are you the muscle of the iron lords podcast you are the one that has been collecting bags of knees for what seems like years please welcome king david <laughs> what's going on boom what's going on crispy what's going on the man in our hour too sweet to be sour gaming forte Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> man you have no idea how 
happy I am to be right. You know, we're going to dig into that. Um, it's it's first of all for gamers. This end of the year, this blow by blow, this is like a a, a Rocky Balboa fight. Mm-hmm. This 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 down to the wire. I saw them drop their interface. Then I saw Microsoft in real time update their interface. Brother, I'm loving whoever's in charge of the petty at Microsoft. <laughs> I don't care who they, whoever they let off the chain, let that dog loose, baby. I'm loving oh, this. Man. Yeah, it, it, it has been a very interesting week, and, and it really has been just blow after blow after blow. I mean, this this is like if you were to pay for a US a USC fight that you did not expect much from and you get fireworks, this is what this week has been. I mean, it's been one trailer after another. Then, of course, there's UI Gate, which is I think people are really just just wanting to be look gaming is supposed to be fun you can have you can have a favorite console but the pettiness that has gone on is just i think has really been off kilter but you know what let's continue with the introduction so we could get into these topics we're gonna go with next my very good friend my connecticut brother who is probably a stone throw away and one day we will sit down and actually have breakfast with boom please welcome crispy bomb Oh, good morning, everybody. What a panel we got here, and we got some great topics. And uh, my boy Rain is back in the MK universe. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> yes, Rain, Rambo, and, of course, Melina making her return. Yeah, it's a good time to be a Mortal Kombat fan. Obviously, that that show is continually uh, uh, pumping out new content, which is pretty amazing. I don't know when we're going to get MK12, but I can tell you this, up the lead up into that, we're going to have a ton of characters, and hopefully I'll get my favorite character in there that has been rumored for years, and that is, of course, Ash from The Evil Dead. I don't know what the what the hell the holdup is, but Ash, let's get it going. Uh, if, if, again, if Ed Boone, if you're listening to this program, just get it done already. Pay the man what he wants. Uh, and last and no way least, and obviously we still we're still awaiting um, um, two panel members that will be making their debut. Hopefully, rather sooner than later. Uh, we have Dreadpool on the way, and of course, Bitcloud Gaming should be joining us as well. But the man of the hour, someone that is going to be very intricate into speaking about the first particular topic, which is part of the bits and bytes section of the show. Gaming Forte, welcome to the program, dude. What's up, man? It's been a day. This this week kind of flew by, man. It, it sure every, did. But a lot of stuff that was being talked about is like like King said, it was just petty on top of petty yesterday night. And <laughs> I, I like I love Microsoft social media now. It's like whoever is running that thing is kudos to them. It's like wow. Like, but overall, man, it's just been a great week, and um, being here with you guys is pretty cool. And bad bit, congratulations on the redo. I know Thank how you, how terrifying that can be at first, mm-hmm. and then when you first, then when you finally drop it and see people love it, then you're like, "Whoo, I made the right decision." So exactly, that's that's what I'm feeling right now. It's a lot of vindication. Absolutely, man. So yeah, definitely have to be here, man. So let's get into it. All right. So let, let's get into the bites and bits section. And uh, the, the topic that we're going to open the show is, I think, a hot button topic, one of which that has not been discussed on many programs. Uh, we talked about it on uh, uh, on Monday's um, 
um, primetime gaming with Mr. Boomstick and friends. But some new information has come out. Now, obviously, I think that we can all admit, regardless of what console your favorite is, Microsoft has been hitting on all cylinders for most of 2020. Now, sure, you can consider the Halo Infinite delay a bit of a setback. Sure, we'll all admit that. But the truth is that they really have been doing their due diligence to better the Xbox platform for its millions of diehard fans. And, of course, the way that they have done that has been nothing short of incredible. Now, the investment into the platform with the ZeniMax and Bethesda deal is only the tip of the iceberg. And with last week's announcement that they are partnered with GameStop, one of the biggest game retailers, it seems like all of Phil Spencer's plans are coming to fruition. Now, new information dropped yeah, uh, this week, where uh, many of the gaming community simply glanced over it, and thanks to Domo Capital on Twitter, we have learned that Microsoft and GameStop's partnership is much bigger and more robust than any of us could have imagined. And uh, this is what they actually had to say on Twitter. Uh, it says, today, GME confirmed with Domo Capital that the agreement with Microsoft includes revenue sharing on all downstream revenue, i.e. digital downloads and digital content from any device that GameStop brings into the Xbox ecosystem. GameStop now has a meaningfully GameStop is now meaningfully participating in digital sales and content. Now, this is a big deal, and I'm happy to have King David, who obviously is a true businessman, knows his business, runs his own business, and of course, the star of the show for this particular topic is, of course, Gaming Forte, who is a, a master representative who runs an incredible and tight ship store where he is from, I'm interested to know what they think, but also what the panel thinks, and of course, what the chat thinks. Now, Gaming Forte, I, I want to go to you, because I know you've been talking about this on Twitter. This is a big deal for not just Microsoft. This might be even a bigger deal for GameStop, because one of the fears that I think many people have, and, and listen, I'm a big GameStop fan. I think that if they went away, it would be the same um, uh, uh, disgust that I had when Toys R Us was taken from us. Uh, that that, that particular brand was big for me as a kid. It was big for many of the kids that I work that I that I you know I have as nephews or godchildren. And when that was taken away, that was taken away for good. And that was a that was that was hurtful. So to think that GameStop could go away was also it's something that I did not want to happen. And this new deal with Microsoft seems like it might have saved the company, especially when you start to see that they're going to be heavily involved in digital revenue. What are your thoughts and theories on this? How big of a deal is this for Microsoft, but how bigger of a deal is it for GameStop? So, look, first of all, let's just get this out there. There's really not that much information exactly how it's going to work because the company has like Microsoft GameStop or Microsoft haven't come out and said exactly what that sharing of revenue is going to be like yet. It's basically just a, a headline that's it's, it's a big headline that's in the middle of an article that nobody has actually talked about. But the one thing I will say is it's got to be bigger. It's got to be huge because they already share revenue on the digital front. That And this is something people don't realize. A couple years ago, Sony pulled out of retail yes, they, when it comes yes. to selling their, their digital games. Like you're not able to buy digital games from 
GameStop or any other retailer outside of the PlayStation Store, you are still able to sell like the uh, point of sale cards, which are the um, the cards that are hanging on a wall and stuff. And they also get revenue sharing on top of those. And that's another thing people don't realize. So when you go into a store and you buy these um, digital cards or you you buy a, a digital game from GameStop for Xbox, you're already revenue sharing with the company. So them saying that they're doing it on every piece of um, hardware that they sell when it, when it comes from GameStop, that's something completely different. The things we don't know is... Is this like over a certain length of time? Is this over the duration of a person owning whatever item they're buying? That's where the um, the conversation is still need to be like fleshed out a little bit more. But they're definitely doing something on that front. Um, it's being rumored, it's being speculated that every time you sit like a person that buys all access, we do know that they do get a piece of revenue sharing when it does come to all access. So a person comes into the store, they um, sign up for the $24 a month for the S or the $34 for the X. That person takes that system home over the course of that two years they make revenue every month over the over the price of that um of that contract that they have depending on what that revenue sharing percentage is no one really knows at this point it could be anywhere from 10 to 20 percent um but they're making money off of that and in some cases they're making more money than they would if they actually just sold the system themselves you know you're you're also helping them raise the ecosystem of xbox game pass and xbox and x cloud and stuff because all that stuff is tied in part of that ecosystem right so gamestop is though so the reason this is working with gamestop is normally they wouldn't get any type of cut of something like that you know when you sell a system you sell the system at that point it's like a 20 percent or 10 percent revenue cut that they get just for selling that and after the system leaves the store they don't that's see it. any. They, that's it. They don't see yeah. anything on top of that. Now with these systems, uh, these companies coming out with digital versions of these systems, a lot of people were saying, "Well, this is absolutely the end." You know, we we the writing's on the wall. You know, so sooner or later, they're just going to be pushed out of the market. And I think Microsoft saw that as an opportunity over the course of the last year because they closed all of their window their microsoft stores yep. this, yes. this this was this was the first step in my, and let's be for real microsoft doesn't want to be in the business of retail they yep. want to be in the business of services and they and they make a product they, and the only ones that they really truly make products for is the xbox and they make them for and um surface right. those mm-hmm. are their two strong brands that they push that's on the hardware side and those are the ones that they want to maintain, but they don't have to have a storefront to do that. They have Best Buy and GameStop and Target mm-hmm. to push all that stuff for them. So why pay people to sit in the store just to talk about your Microsoft products when you can do you already have brick and mortar stores that are out there to do that? And who's bigger than GameStop? Five thousand stores worldwide that have the ability to basically, let's just say, preach the, the gospel of Xbox if they want to. I mean, that's pretty much a a no-brainer to me and then i also think people don't realize that the way that the company works it's not the company that favors because i hear people saying well this just means that they're going to be pushing people to favor xbox people weren't favored to push playstation in these stores it's just that's just what the market is there's more playstation gamers out there than there are xbox gamers the only difference was back in the eighth gen or yeah back in the um the eighth gen (laughs) 
360 was so prominent in the front of every GameStop, like it will be with the uh, like it will be coming up this ho- this holiday. That didn't matter. The first thing you saw when you walked in the store was Xbox, and people right. saw it, and they were like, "Yo, what's what games are on this system?" And then on top of that, the games started speaking for themselves, and I think that's where you're going to see the a huge change in the and the overall philosophy of what they're going to be doing going forward. The fact that they're going to get, we're going to get tablet, the surface tablets to go on the floor and interact <laughs> with guests all up front that you got to think about that. You're untethered from the back of the store. That's something that GameStop has struggled with as a company yep. for years. Let's be for real. Most people do not like going on the floor, interacting with the guests up there. They kind of wait for them to come to the register and they like the clerk at the, at the counter and the stores that do very well are the ones that do get out there and engage now you have a tool that allows you to know what people like you have a tool that allows you to see what their buying habits and stuff are because all of this stuff's going to be done through dynamics 365 and if they have accounts you'll be able to pull up their accounts and stuff think about this microsoft back in 2013 we're talking about how you will be able to trade your how you be able to trade digital goods in that was only <laughs> that was only available at a microsoft store now that Microsoft doesn't have Microsoft stores, this gives them an ability to have it set up through GameStop to be like, yo, you want to trade those? You got so many digital games that you're not playing no more. Go into a GameStop. They can pull up your account and they can see all the things that you own on your account. And guess what? You could trade that stuff in for digital goods. You could trade it in for store credit at the store to buy other things inside of the Xbox ecosystem. And GameStop benefits from that because not only are they giving you money on top of that, but they're also selling you stuff on top of that. So there's a lot of different moving parts to this. I just overall think that GameStop, does this save GameStop? GameStop still has a lot of other things that they need to work on on the back end, like customer service and stuff like that. And I think that's all going to get better and better as they narrow down their focus on the amount of stores they have because let's be for real 5,000 stores across the globe with about a good I think it's a good 4,000 plus in the United States of America and a lot of them are on top of each other so that's why you see a lot of stores trying to do their best to become best of the best mm-hmm. so they're the ones that are sticking around when this new era starts because when this new era starts you're seeing all of these stores get brand new layouts TVs and stuff put on walls you know some are going to have the ability to have PC sections in their store they're going to mm-hmm. have Xbox um Xbox cafe sections and PlayStation sections in their store. You're they're they're trying to turn these into more of gathering places on top of just a place that you shop at. And Microsoft wants to be ahead of that because they think that's going to be what the future of gaming is. And they don't even have to have a hub in place to do it. They said we got all these stores like GameStop that can do it for us. And yeah, and if that's the case, we're willing to share some of the revenue with you on the things that you sell and are purchased at your store. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know something? They uh, This is one of those instances. And the one thing we know about Microsoft is that sometimes they're so ahead of the curve, they miss. Right? We've, see, we've yep. seen that happen more times than not with them. And uh, we, hell, we saw that happen at the beginning of 2013 with DRM and, and you know, and the way that they were going to handle the business of a game sharing and stuff. People got freaked out. But this is, but this particular move, I think is big. I think it's big because Microsoft, like you said, is literally just uh, just walking into the store. 
Whereas these stores, these GameStop uh, locations that we all go to, or I mean, I, don't, I mean, I go to them. I don't know about anybody else, but I, I like shopping at GameStop. Is already there. It has an infrastructure. It has a, a, a customer base. Microsoft is going to go in, and they're going to put these elaborate um, displays where when you walk in, this, you're going to be seeing neon green all over the place. And you're going to see Xbox, and you're going to see all access. Yeah. You're going to see a console that's uh, three hundred bucks, and a console a console that's five hundred dollars. And of course, that is the way that you get customers. I mean, obviously, with with games, we know that they have at least forty five uh, exclusives or or or, or first party games or exclusives coming in the next three years. Forty five. That's yep. ridiculous. And those are some big bangers. And when they finally hit, it is going to be, it, it, again, it's, 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 it, this is certainly not going to be a generation repeated. We're not going to see, uh, I mean, again, I can't, I can't say that Sony's going to win. I can't say Microsoft is going to win. What I can say is that it's going to be very competitive. I could say it. Well, I mean, listen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, conversation because obviously you are someone that uh, un understands business and uh, you run your own business and you have been behind Phil Maximus uh, since the beginning. And you have also uh, have accredited him with his business savvy and and he has literally carried that company on his back to put them where they are. There's no doubt about it. And he and, and people don't understand that he saved Xbox. He himself presented Xbox for the future. Satya Nadala, I, I like what he had to say, and here we are. 23 studios, 35 <laughs> plus teams, and right now they have 26. Yeah, all of all of all of the you know the market and mind share you could possibly want. What, what are your thoughts on this deal, Kane? Well, first, his name is Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer. Well, okay, sir. we, yeah, we, we shortchanged. We short. We, we short. We shortchanged poor good Phil Spence. Sorry. You know the, the funny the, thing is, King gave him the Aurelius. I, I I called I called Cog one day, and I was like, "Did he just give him the Aurelius tag?" He early? Sure did. <laughs> and he gave him that tag probably what two weeks before the Bethesda deal mm -hmm. happened. And then all of a sudden, the Bethesda. I then me and Cog was looking at each other. And I was like, "Man, goddamn, King was right." Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, okay, so. You know, Dominus is that he he's he's trying to dominate his platform. That's how he got that. And then you know, Maximus he's he's trying to do it to the maximum. But Aurelius means gold. All his moves now is golden. Yeah, right. It's like he has that golden gun from Golden Eye, right? <laughs> and everything he hits is like boom, one shot kill. It's it's done. So how 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 do you build loyalty? That that's your biggest question because Xbox's biggest problem before was brand loyalty. You had people leave 360 and go to PlayStation 4 because it was more powerful and it was cheaper. Right. They was talking DRM and they had it in the box, people, ladies and gentlemen. That 24-hour boot up, <laughs> that update, there was a stripped down update. They understood that they went second and they were able to fix that. They, they push back, they, they show an hour for a reason. Uh, they're sharing game stuff. Microsoft was on the cusp, but they had the wrong mouthpiece in front. And maybe they was a too ahead of themselves, like Boom says. Sometimes they're so ahead of themselves, they miss. But at the same time, where there's opportunity, there's gold to gain. So these golden moves, these Aurelius-type moves, 
they're happening in succession because this stuff has been built up and been ready. Now, when Microsoft got rid of their uh, Microsoft stores, people were like, oh, Microsoft's going out of business. Microsoft is getting out of the console business. Microsoft doesn't want to have anything to do with that. Microsoft said, shh, shh. all those employees are still retained. Oh, where the hell are they going to put them? What's going on? What's the big deal? You had GameStop that was floundering. Their stocks was very, very low. Now, I'm pretty sure that they went to GameStop before and it was uh, talking to them about trying to extend, extend the business to them. And I'm pretty sure they was like, no, because they, they were at a point of strength at that point of 2013. Not at that point of weakness right now, 2020. Right now, they're like, oh, bro, what's up? What you was talking about? <laughs> Microsoft said, OK, listen, <laughs> this is the deals that we're looking at here. Well, first. You know, you see that spot Nintendo occupies in the front of every GameStop store. Everybody thinks that that's a joke. No. Oh, no, it ain't. When you walk in a store, this is how your purchasing eyes go. Everybody thought Nintendo was, it was just the price and how Nintendo, no, it's placement, baby. Product placement is very key in a consumer's eye. Because they have money in their pocket and they're itching to get rid of it. Yep. So if you see an abundance of something someplace and you see prices, you're going to be drawn to that. Now you have to get pulled in. Of course, Nintendo got them to the store, of course, if they had a purchase in mind. But then the average consumer really is just going to purchase something for someone as a gift or whatever. Yeah. Now, product placement is key. Uh, Game of Forte and I talked before about Microsoft purchasing large portions of the front of the store now this was done before said deal even was talked about yep. now this deal is talked about i want you to think about it in this manner i used to work for the Wiz. it was a, a consumer electronics store much yes. like best buy <laughs> the Wiz, holy right ground, yeah, man. yeah. i'm taking it back <laughs> yes so i was selling big screen tvs and i was on the cusp when you know uh blu-rays and hd dvds was being sold and stuff like that and we really never did make too much money off of hardware but we did make money off of the like hdmi wires monster cable we made yes. a ton of money off of mm -hmm. that so when every month you, I can make at least 15 grand extra on top of my pay. I get my bonus check. So, like a banshee, I'm pushing Monster Wire. <laughs> I'm pushing anything that can possibly elevate my check. Now, Game mm -hmm. Forte explained stores is trying to be the most excellent, right? Mm -hmm. They're trying to get that brand. When I used to work for Domino's, if your store had a five star, you got a bonus, mm -hmm. right? That bonus extended to every employee in the store for excellence, right? Now, surfaces is on the floor. So now they see when you come in the store, I'm pretty sure to pop up, boom, King David is inside the store. This is his account. He has these games. Oh, yo, yo, King, what's going on? Yo, your games is coming out. Um, Yeah, do you want to pre-order X, Y, and Z? I see that you have your PlayStation 5 on reserve. Did you get the headset? We have extra headsets in the back. 
turns it into a personal thing. Yep. You see? Now they're like, wow, this dude knows me. Doesn't it feel good to go to a restaurant where they know you? You feel comfortable when you sit down. You feel kind of safe. Oh, um, okay, we're getting your coffee. You like it black, no sugar, right? Gotcha. Feels really good. Feels really good to be welcome someplace. Now, their incentive, and I, and I know they don't want to say it, but their incentive is to make sure that they push all access because that's bringing revenue inside the store. Their incentive mm -hmm. is to make sure that they get that get you inside some Game Pass because for as long as you're inside Game Pass, they get a buck. Yep. So if that store is selling on top of that, all access, Game Pass, Xbox stuff, and Xbox is in the front of the store, Point of purchase is key here. Yep. And Microsoft is in the golden arena at being at the point of purchase. And the gaming mecca, like like Boom said, he didn't want it to go away the same way we watch uh, Toys R Us go away. Mm -hmm. Microsoft stepped in and saved our... this. This is our last bastion. Game GameStop is our last bastion. We used to have EB Games. We used to have ele Electronic Boutique. We used to have all these stuff. And they're going they, gone. They're they, all gone. They're, they're gone. People don't remember them. And before GameStop could go the way of the dinosaur, Microsoft stepped in. Did you see that stocks rose from $3 all the way up to $13.95? Yes, yeah, my, my, my brother Neil Mental owned stock in them. And, yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. He When he bought them, they were $3 and change per per share mm -hmm. and right now they're close to $14 a share which it, look if you if you want to talk pure mathematics and you invested in a company that potentially was on the ropes and now could potentially have been saved by the bell so to speak this is again i i just want people to understand microsoft is in the business to make money this this is this wasn't a, this wasn't a bailout. This wasn't uh, uh, you know they just felt like you know oh well we have some change left around a few millions on the floor. Let's uh, let's you know let's spend it on something. They saw a golden opportunity in GameStop, which is still a, a very relevant conversation within this particular country, uh, with over four thousand stores. Again, they close the writings on the wall. And King called it. They closed. They're Microsoft stores for a reason, okay? And now they, they can incorporate, because there were there really wasn't a lot of Microsoft stores when you, when you compare them to what GameStop has. Mm -hmm. and, and like I said, I had gotten a tip almost a month ago, and I didn't roll with it because, again, I didn't, want, I, I didn't want to blow up anyone's particular spot. I wanted to make sure that I can get it verified. And sure enough, I was told, that at the front of the store, there's mm -hmm. going to be a rebranding for Microsoft. When you walk in, there's going to be a 55-inch TV. It's mm -hmm. going to run 4K. It's going to have all the bells and whistles, HDR, everything. They're going to have a nice big display case with both consoles. All the controllers are going to be there. The game cards are going to be hanging. And when you walk in, you're going to be like, wow, I can get this Xbox. And, and this is this is where... This is where the Xbox All Access comes into play. Because, again, I am not suggesting that someone who is a PlayStation fan is going to pick up and abandon the, uh, the, uh, their, their platform because they, they see Xbox. No. What I'm saying is someone that may go out and buy a PlayStation 5 is going to look over and say, wait a second. 
My credit may not be the greatest, but I, I it's good enough where I can afford $35 a month for the X or $25 for the S, and I can do that right here while buying my next PlayStation game. That mm -hmm. is the difference. That is the big difference. You know, but, uh, Crispy, before I come to you, brother, I just want to welcome Dreadpool. Welcome to the program, brother. How you doing? Good morning. Sorry about that. I just uh, got home and cooked myself an egg and cheese sandwich. Nice. Good for you, man. And then I passed out a little too long. Listen, you had yeah, this so. podcast, and we're happy to have you. But Crispy. Before you move on, let me ask, let me add something to what you said. And something that King has said, too, when it comes to like yeah. placement and stuff that people don't realize. GameStop only does this once a year when it comes to moving the whole entire store. Yep. Only once a year they do it. And um, 90% of the time it's because of paid marketing. And that's why if you go into a store, stuff is where it is for a reason because some because some yeah. somebody paid to put it there. And if they don't pay to put it there, like when it comes to placement, then the company goes with whatever is the most profitable for them. And that's how you think. Because Nintendo, trust me, I, is Nintendo have been at the front of the store for, what, one year now? Because they got because PlayStation was up there for the first three years. Uh, so PlayStation, Nintendo got moved up there because it was the most profitable. And when I found out that Xbox, like, probably a month ago, was getting moved to the front of the store, I was like, huh. Mm. I said, Xbox is paying for that? And, and I was like, because I know the company ain't just moving it up there because PlayStation <laughs> is more profitable for them in its store. But then this came out, and I was like, oh, this all makes sense now. This mm -hmm. this truly makes sense now. And people don't. And um, I heard this from um our Sony our Sony counterparts about how GameStop is like forty, like between forty and forty five percent of all their consoles are sold there. Now people. When they, they think that GameStop is like losing market share, which they are, they used to be 70% of the market when it comes to console sales. That's the thing. Now they're about 40%. And people look at that, well, yeah, they, they, they're not the market leader no more. Well, no, they're still the market leader when it comes to console sales across the board because that is just GameStop by themselves selling that many systems. You know, you got Best Buy that might have 15% of it and Walmart might have 10% of it. You know, all of them together have a bigger market share than GameStop does. But when it comes to GameStop by themselves, people still buy the majority of their things when it comes to their consoles at GameStop. Yep, indeed. And, that, and, they, and trust me, these companies, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo, have praised, have praised GameStop. And the reason they give them so many things is it's all about that, what King talked about. It's all about that attach. Yeah. When you walk into that store... And you have the ability to tell a person like, hey, I think this is going to be a good deal for you. Game Pass, you ain't got to buy this. You ain't got to buy that. It gives you the ability to try out a bunch of different games for a very low price. And then you tell you need that headset and that controller. You know, the attach rate, real, that, why you think that's the reason I think GameStop's going to have systems on day one. Yes. Because their attach was by far the highest of anybody else. You really can't measure attach rate when it comes to somebody going to a website and clicking the buy button on an Xbox or a PlayStation on Best Buy's website just to get the reserve in. What about the headsets and the controllers and stuff? Did they do Dude, I got too? them all pre-ordered, bro. Exactly. But <laughs> why you think people were getting mad? Well, think about it. People were getting mad at GameStop because they had they didn't have bundle. They had bundles on the website. They had them for like mm -hmm. $600, 700 and $800. Yeah. They, but that's because GameStop, it's not because they just want you to take your money. They just realized that 
that's what's going to help them get more consoles later on. So yeah. that's the reason that attached means so much. And that's why these companies go that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, real quick, uh, before I get to Crispy, let me catch up some of these super chats because there's been quite a few that have come in. First of all, the first one of the day comes to us from a very good friend, a very generous friend of the show, Bounty Boom. Drops an outstanding $5. It just says, good morning, panel. Well, good morning to you, my brother. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, Sin Vendetta, another generous friend of the show. Uh, he drops an outstanding $2. And he says, I miss Game Crazy. If Game Crazy, I believe, yeah. was that in Europe or was that with here? No, was we here. had one here. Oh, we did. It was, have, uh, yeah. it was usually attached to Hollywood video. Oh yeah. my God! Wow, that's really, really bringing it back. Holy matrimony! We have GH drops an outstanding five dollars super chances. Any further news or hints on next acquisition boom? Would love to hear from the panel <laughs> on this. Look, I, 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 I put it to this way: I have some information. I have been sworn to secrecy. King and I have talked because we mm -hmm. have a very, very similar connections. I can tell all I can say is this what has been told to me, what has been told to King, very simply is this the next acquisition that is going to be announced is going to trump Bethesda. Now, what that exactly means, I can't say publicly. What I can say is that announcement is supposedly going to come right before these consoles launch. It mm -hmm. just so happens that on the on November 9th. The day before the console launches, they're having the digital XO20. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that there's a list going around that they're, what they're going to talk about. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's that list, that is a yeah. big, big old lie. Someone looking for uh, for attention. That list is fake. You saw Miss America. Yeah, Miss America. <laughs> I mean, uh, they even have Phil's speeches. Don't, don't pay any mind to that. But what I can tell you is that they are suggesting that not only is there going to be some new gameplay of Hellblade and a few others, but a big announcement is coming in regards to an acquisition. And they're going to do that. And the reason why they're going to do that is because they saw what happened. You, you think the Bethesda announcement on Monday before pre-orders on Tuesday was an accident? No. That's, that, that's their marketing team saying, we have to do something to push people in the direction of Xbox. How do you do that? Content. Mm-hmm. You announced that Doom is a uh, Doom, Doom, the world famous Doom is now a Microsoft first party game. You get people to come hang out at your house, right? <laughs> They're not going to hang out at the Sony house because they only have their games. But when you can say Doom, Fallout, or, and the rest of the stuff that came with Bethesda, I'm going to hang out the, uh, with Phil Spencer and those guys because they're a party over there. And that is what is going to happen on the 9th. But Crispy. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to get to you right now. We also have uh, DeAndre uh, Banks drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, will Xbox compete better outside of the U U.S. and U.K.? Great show. I think they're absolutely going to for a whole mess of reasons. A very good friend of the show and generous friend, PixelBitG, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, folks ignored when Phil got his seat at Microsoft leadership. It wasn't a joke, and we are now seeing how serious Microsoft is about gaming. Cheers, bros. Well, thank you so much, brother. We also have, uh, did I, uh, oh, DeAndre Banks drops another very generous $2 super chat and says, look at Microsoft now. They're mad and they open the wallet. King, you'll appreciate that. Yeah. We also have two new channel members, which is pretty awesome. Thank you so much for that. We have Cloud Gaming Man, who uh, who has now become a channel member. We have, um, let's see the other channel member that has just come in. 
Let's see. We also have This Is Xbox, who has become a channel member. Thank you so much for the support. Boogeyman uh, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, At Forte, if you sell me an Xbox, I will buy digital uh, on it uh, so you can get the kickbacks. Am I understanding that correctly? Um, I don't know. He Well, I, I, yeah, I'm assuming that, yes. From what we understand, the way it's going to work is when you buy a console, they're going to get revenue sharing. Yep. But when you buy the console and let's say, for instance, Ultimate Game Pass, or you sign up for Xbox All Access, not only is Microsoft going to see uh, money from that, but I believe GameStop is also going to be getting revenue sharing from that. At least that is how it has been uh, explained through a very, very, very subtle tweet. We have to hear more, but that's what we think. We have Alex Cullian drops a very generous, wow, $10 super chat. Thank you for your generosity. Big fan of the lineup today. Um, some power lined up today. Uh, Friday started off good. Uh, uh, hashtag we fake work on Friday. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks so much for that, dude. But Crispy, listen. You and me have talked privately. You are on this program each and every week. We have seen the rise and fall of console emperors before. Uh, and again, we can we can hearken this all the way back to the PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2 sold over 100, 100 million consoles, right? PlayStation 3 comes out. The cocky Sony paid for it in spades. Now, granted, they did wind up coming back towards the end, but they pretty much lost the entire generation to the very, very stout Xbox 360. Going into this generation that we're currently in, Microsoft, coming off the heels of a very successful 360, dropped the ball because of poor management and poor messaging and a poor design on the, on the Xbox uh, One, right? There's no doubt about it. Sony saw, saw, you know, took advantage of it, came back. Nintendo sold how many Wiis? Ridiculous. Came out with the Wii U, failed miserably. Came back with the Switch, which is the world. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's, come on, you can't even find one now. So to see all of this play out, we're seeing Microsoft. Again, history does repeat itself. When you see some of the moves that they have done, and and we're not we're not just talking about the Bethesda deal. We're just talking about everything that has lined up the coming into this launch, coming in a couple of weeks, and now you hear this GameStop deal where they not only have positioned themselves to be in everyone's face in four thousand plus stores in this country and an, an additional thousand outside of the country, and we. They potentially could have saved GameStop. Who was on the ropes? What are what are your thoughts? How big of a deal do you think this actually is? I think it's a huge deal for both companies. Personally, um, you know, they also needed a, a a retail space, you know, that they could trust that mm -hmm. would would have a you know cash transaction stuff like. There's still people to this day that refuse to put their credit card on the internet and some for good reason i mean we've seen a lot of people get their identity stolen over the years because of the internet so you just never know and i think there's there's plenty of people that are are going to continue to use gamestop forever until it's it's no longer exists and you know in retail you have to adapt you you have to there's there's no there's no choice i mean they say every 10 years a company should uh, remodel or uh, rename or rebrand their entire company. And it's expensive, but you usually see them do it. I mean, right now around me, the stop and chops are, are all remodeling. Okay. And it's been about 10 years ago that they remodeled them once. So it's just something that happens in retail. 
And, you know, you need to accept that, you know, they, they're going to be uh, more equipped to to help you, which is great. Um, you're also going to be uh, looking at Xbox a little more in there because usually it was always like tucked back in the corner, like every time. And, and keep in mind, I haven't been in the GameStop in a while, but it really never really changes uh, f- for the time being because you had Nintendo and PlayStation going in the front of the store. And, and half the time, you didn't even see the Xbox even uh, demoing on a TV or anything, or it was like the OG one. Like we've all sat here as Xbox gamers said, I mean, does it does it Microsoft have this this fat fat wallet that you know can't even close? You know, that, don't they have that? You know, and, and we're like we're sitting there, we're like we're like we're seeing all these awesome games, you know, or these these AAA like quality high quality games come out on PlayStation. We're like, where's our candy? Okay, we like Gears, we like Halo, we like Forza, but where's the other stuff? I mean, what are you guys doing? So mm-hmm. when when Phil when I the first I heard Phil sit at the table. That's when I knew something was changing. And you're just seeing Microsoft finally open up the wallet. And I'm going to tell you right now, they are fully capable of buying a ginormous publisher. I'm just telling you, if they want to do it, I I have a few inklings. Because if it's bigger than Bethesda, in my opinion, it can only be a few companies. So, (laughs) and if if it's, and that's just off of of what, you know, you guys say. But that's the whole thing. Like, they are willing to spend money now, you know, and, and if if GameStop down the road continues to to flourish and, and be great and, and, you know, adapt and like like even Forte said, some of them are starting to remodel in like cafe style, like like mm-hmm. have a gathering place. You know, this is how you get mindshare. OK, because there's a lot of people that watch Blockbuster die game crazy. That was one of my favorite places to go. Actually, I like that. I, I went to game crazy over GameStop even back then. So what, what I'm saying to you is that this is the time for them to do this. This is the perfect time, Yeah. okay? And people that, that love GameStop may actually appreciate this if, if they continue to have their store in their, their area or, or multiple stores or their favorite store because that's what means something to them. They, they've grown up going there. They know mm-hmm. the people that work there. They don't want to see them lose their job. Yep. You know what I mean? They, they've... They've really, you know, bonded with them, and they're they're true gamers. They might even play online together. Dude, you never know. I, I I have cell phone numbers of people at my GameStop. I I know them personally. You know what I'm saying? Like I go in and I'm like, hey, John, hey, hey, what's up, Andrew? You know, like I like we talk. I don't I don't run in there, throw my money down, grab a game and, and be out. I, I'm in there 10, 15, 20 minutes, sometimes half an hour yeah. with these folks because. They are part that's that's the thing I love about GameStop. For me, listen, maybe I'm a big old nerd, and that's fine. That's a big that's fine. But I, I like the experience of going into and King said this before. Where don't don't when they see you, hey Craig, what's up, brother? Yep. They they calling you out when you're walking into the store because you have a relationship. That is something that's hard to come by these days, and I like that. Listen, for a perfect example. I happen to j- literally just be around the corner, and the, the, my manager at, at my GameStop was like, "Hey, listen, heads up, the pre-orders just went live." Oh, mm-hmm. Turn the car around, like starts <laughs> <and> <laughs> <got> the <laughs> I, I can picture that. 
And yes, I, you know, I mean, listen, I have a heavy foot thanks to the NYPD, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I know you and my Corvette. your Corvette at 2019. Nobody wants to know about that story. Yes, they do. They like to see you just peel off. I come out, I'm like, where the hell is Boom? I just see the back of Boom head. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice ride, I do have to admit. But you know, that's a, that's, that's a story for another podcast. Uh, Chris, yeah. anything else you'd like to add, brother? Well, I, in closing, I just want to say, you know, with with the footprint GameStop has, this is this is the whole point of what they're doing. They know that they still have a physical market. Okay, yes. they also they also can help on the back end and say, hey, you know, we're not here to kill you. If you yep. if you help us with Game Pass, if you help us with all access, you're going to get a kickback from this. Yeah. It makes total sense, and it's just it's a great way for for GameStop to continue to adapt and move forward in, in the right direction. And I hope the best, and I I hope to become more more customer centric. And I just I just hope the experience gets better and better for everybody. I'm probably going to head back in there in a couple months just to see what what's changed. You know, I yeah. I'm interested, so it's just yeah. awesome. Well, no, you, you, you you're going to do that on November 10th and November 12th. Yeah. You know, when you go inside the store. You're gonna see uh, like a change. It's, it's and that's gonna be a really good thing to see. I I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. You know, it was all doom and gloom before when GameStop was at its lowest, and people was like this digital sales because I'm purchasing a lot digitally, and uh, they're not getting any revenue from it. And if that happens to the end, they're going to go out of business. But now that Microsoft has extended their hand in this manner, it changes the narrative on it. It turns into a we care type of thing opposed to we're here to destroy. And that changes the perception of a lot of things. I think yeah. they're going around changing the perception overall for whatever negative stuff it is. And act, don't act like they don't hear you because they do. And they, they hear that you care about this because they could have went to, to anybody. I just did, you know, they could have went to, to, to Best Buy. They could have went to PC Richards. You know, I see beds inside PC Richards now. So, you know, PC Richards is doing anything. Um, <laughs> I don't even know they're still around. Right. So you're like to do this with GameStop. It, it's a personal thing. Somebody there really cared. Something happened and it touched somebody that was in a position that can change something. I don't know if Satya went inside his favorite GameStop and they were going out of business. I have no idea, but I know it changed in somebody's mind and it mm -hmm. changed in somebody's heart. And they reached down and with a swoop of a pin, they went from $3 and some change to 13 plus, I'm telling you people that's huge in business because that gives you a cash influx. They're trading around your name. They had to close down the stock market that day because they had to make sure there was no insider trading. They they they, they stopped the trading. Mm -hmm. This that thing that's that's huge because if you if your value just imagine if your house was valued at x amount of dollars and all of all of a sudden something was purchased across the street or whatever and it raised the value of your home it gave you a lot mm -hmm. enough equity inside mm -hmm. your home for you to feel safe 
that's a that's a great thing, man. Yeah, it's absolutely. Is. I just I just think that the the one thing that people got realize is a lot of people buy their stuff online now, and I understand, and I get that. But the one thing that when you do that is you lose that personal connection yep, that you had indeed. with. You know, I remember when I went, I remember when I got my first original Xbox. I remember camping outside of the Best Buy I worked at to get my PS2. Those was those were some of the best experiences Mm -hmm. I've had as a gamer. Just enjoying talking to people that wanted to enjoy the same thing I did. Remember when Call of Duty used to get 900 people outside their store for Mm -hmm. Modern Warfare 2 to go out? I remember my my. My Call of Duty launch, we almost had to call the police because it was it was like almost a riot. I'm not even kidding you. But those are um, those are the things that you know it's a symptom of digital taking over the industry <laughs> to an extent. Right. And you don't want to lose that personal touch. Like like you said at the very beginning, boom. It's like one of my saddest moments was when Toys R Us closed. My kids, they did get a chance to go in there, but they won't ever see the Toys R Us that I saw when I grew yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I got a different opinion on this. No, I'm calling on you next, Joe. Listen, obviously, (laughs) you know, speaking of rebranding, you've just done that with the trophy room, which, of course, hopefully you, you you know, we we get you some massive sub counts because it's it's a great show and it's an honest show. And it's one of the best PlayStation shows out there. If you are someone looking for an honest and well thought out and, and, and handled show. I suggest please get over and check out the trophy room because even though he's an he, he plays on Xbox, he's he loves Halo. His I'm favorite, a pirate legend. Yeah, yeah, there you he's a pirate <laughs> legend, folks. Okay. Come on. But he does have the thing. So Joe, when when you see this going on, yeah. obviously you have some understanding because you just rebranded your own self. This is a big deal for Microsoft, but I think it's an even bigger deal for GameStop because, as everyone has already stated, GameStop was on the edge, the razor's edge of potentially going out of business, and Microsoft reaching down their hand. See, now, this is, well, a lot of people don't forget about this now, and I don't think a lot of people know this. Reggie Fizeme is on the board for GameStop. <laughs> people don't understand that. Yeah, that the guy that ran Nintendo. Yes, that guy is on. He was recently um, appointed a board position. Him and Phil Spencer are best of friends. Okay, you don't understand that one hand could have went to the other. And 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 listen. Business is business. They both want to make money. They're both in positions of power. But when you hear that this is happening, Joe, what what are your thoughts about how Xbox is literally being rebranded using an entity that has this many stores? So when I think of what Microsoft's been doing this entire generation, it's just handing out olive branches to other companies to collaborate with each other, right? Like you see that with Nintendo and Microsoft, um, you know, you see that with the uh, Xbox and, and, and Steam, right? You're seeing them go into other ecosystems that they usually wouldn't be in. Uh, or would think they're quote unquote the competitor. Uh, when I take a look at like the Microsoft stores, they failed for various different reasons. None of them being because of Xbox. Uh, none of them closing down because they wanted to shift over to you know being at GameStops. They they those were supposed to be the equivalent to Apple stores that never panned out. And this was an opportunity to take a retail environment and make it 
as close as as a Microsoft Store without having that overhead. So this saves Microsoft a whole bunch of money in the long run because now they don't have to think about retail, employing so many people, rent, and all that stuff. So when I take a look at this deal with GameStop, um, this is you know this isn't it's business. Nobody has feelings here, right? right. So they're here to. They see an opportunity and they see GameStop's weakness. And Game Forte, I love you. I, I I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on you because Oh no, go ahead. I already know where you're going. I hate when I'm like, you know, oh, God. I get to work there too. Uh but GameStop's in a position where they are the weakest they have ever been since like 2003. Mm-hmm. So their stock prices have have never been lower. Um the even just like the high they got from this Xbox launch only put them two years uh, where they were two years ago in 2018 when they were 13 bucks a share. Mm-hmm. So what this really is, is, is buying GameStop time because nobody wants to buy them because everybody thinks they're the next blockbuster. And it sucks. Cause like, I love blockbuster when I was a kid, right? Those people behind the, the counters, you talk to them about what movie you wanted, what mm-hmm. genres you're into. And you lost that a, a part of that when they left that's what's going to happen to GameStop. And listen, I, I love them. I, 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 I have so many memories of them. Well, I love, hate them because uh, I have so many memories with them. But what Microsoft did here is they saw an opportunity to say, okay, you're weak. You didn't want to do this back in 2013. <laughs> now you have no option but to do this. Right, they don't have the cash. What this effectively says is, we're going to give you some capital here. We're going to also give you some overhead as well, mm-hmm. and you're going to promote our products. And you know what? We'll pity you, and we'll even give you a cut of the shares that you make here, mm-hmm. because that's even that's that's the most important thing. Like we talk about all access, right? Gaming Forte, GameStop gets that recurring income from it. You can bet your ass you're going to get that recurring income from every Game Pass that's sold at that store. Uh, there's hidden fees and hidden deals uh, that GameStop makes with with other companies that people don't really see you know when we talk about the the retail layout yeah mm-hmm. game forte like there was one time they they did it twice in a year and like gms were freaking the fuck out about I that i was those, like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah those deals you know when you look into a retail store there are two things they are models of what the 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 marketplace in that area looks like so mm-hmm. if you know most people buy playstation in one area it's going to be mostly a playstation store vice versa if it's an xbox store but also the same goes with the basic structure of a store is literally nintendo purchased an area of the store microsoft has purchased an area of the store playstation has pushed purchased an area of the store steam has an area of the store mm-hmm. nobody knows that it's very much divvied up each store and GameStop gets profit just of those companies wanting to be there because GameStop is important, but just put an asterisk on it. GameStop's really is still important right now because they're the only way you're going to be, or one of the only ways you're going to be getting that hardware. Like, yeah, like almost half of PlayStations are sold at a GameStop. Those numbers are important. And that is something that GameStop wants to show people as well of like look at we're still relevant this is still important 
So Microsoft isn't doing this for charity or out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing it because they see an opportunity to make money with GameStop. And in and for GameStop, it's for them to a yes make money, but also pay for some of the overhead. When I take a look at like the the the, the tablet situation where you have people walking around the store, I can I hand to God that's not happening. Like like they'll have because in the tri-state area, uh the most like money making stores they they already have that system or system like that in place oh i have it yeah games with an ipad right now yes there you go gamestop's overhead right now at least in and this is a tri-state area is so is is so the budget is so thin that you know i i see people walk in there from 10 to 3 or 10 to 4 o'clock not having any coverage so like the yeah. biggest problem is they don't have enough people in the store because gamestop won't allow them or, or allow them enough hours or employees to really do that there are so many other problems that gamestop has that i don't think this is going to be the tourniquet that saves them i think this is the thing that hopefully buys them time to look into not other avenues because they tried it and that's the reason why they're in such a shitty place but to see an avenue within gaming where they can succeed and hopefully they can take this model that they worked up with xbox while at the same time consolidating their stores which yeah sounds awful but like forte you said it oh, like yeah, that's stores is too many especially uh. now uh, in, in the end times. So like when you're taking a look at the the overhead that GameStop has, they need to shutter some stores at the same exact time. They need to start making deals with digital. They really do need to make deals with the devil. They need to find a way that they could get bought out by a larger company. And like real talk, what would have been the biggest deal, gang? What would have been the even craziest thing, which maybe wouldn't have been something that hurt Microsoft so much, is as Xbox just opened their wallet going, how much is GameStop? Toss. And for them not doing that, you could kind of see that like, they don't see this being uh, uh, um, a, a turning point. They see this as a selling point, an opportunity mm -hmm. to sell a yeah. bit more Xboxes than they usually had and a bit more uh, Game Passes than they usually had. This this deal benefits Xbox 110%, and they're going to see the fruits of their labor. As where GameStop, I think, again, this is a tourniquet. They got to find an area where they can get profitable I don't know where that is, and that's the scary thing because I love oh. GameStop. Like as much as as much as you know, I, I hate them at the same exact time. I love them. I've been I've been in that store, the, the store I frequent, the store I used to work at. I've been in there since I was eight 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 years old. So like, that's a that's a huge part of my gaming history ripped away. But the one thing that I think is the biggest thing that I think everybody's seeing is the convenience of digital and the convenience of buying things in your underwear. <laughs> like, like I was in bed and I pre-ordered an iPhone today, you know, like that convenience factor is something that is, is something that is unfortunately kind of the death nail to retail unless they do something. I don't think like these cafes or any, especially in the age of COVID are going anywhere. I don't like I know they want to be a social hub, but I also know like the employee in me is dying 
if yeah. that would be the case because god no i don't want 13 year olds yelling and running around the store and spilling like soda on the floor or whatever and i have to clean it up i have to clean it up how about that kid's parents clean it up you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> you raise oh, a I bad mean, kid you raise a bad egg why yeah. am i to dealing with his literal mess yeah, it is big- going very interesting to, to see where these companies grow and yeah. and, 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 and Microsoft again, you know, their position that X Game Pass is a service that they want to sell. A lot of people we've heard this we've heard this complaint come from many. Well, I mean, are they going to sell this? How how are people going to know about Xbox Pass? Oh, they're going to know. Uh, they're going to know. They're going to know about Xbox Game Pass. They're going to know about a three hundred dollar console, and they also know that if you want the five hundred dollar console and you afford to drop five hundred dollars. Here and now. Oh, by the way, we box all access. And I think, and I think that's the biggest point too. Yes. Is just word of mouth. Yes. How many people still? And again, like I say that I've been saying this, beating this drum for a while now. Xbox has done an excellent job to trick you that they're trying to sell you a console when they're really trying to sell you above everything else. They're trying to sell you Game Pass. Yeah. This is the true like hard launch of Game Pass. For them, this is a huge moment for them to get people to realize what a great value Game Pass is, but exactly what Game Pass actually is. For the common person, a lot of people still don't know. So just getting in there and telling little Timmy's mom, hey, little Timmy's mom, you raise a god-awful son, but at the same exact time, here's this Game Pass service. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Like, oh my God. Why is Timmy so bad in your yeah, store? Dude, Timmy's he's blonde, he's white, and he's running around the store. And it's See, awful. that's why yeah. you're supposed to turn your interactives off before 3 o'clock so Timmy yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, to play with Dude, that's what we do right. all the time, and then we would get yelled at by our district manager. Seriously. Don't I, work at an affluent GameStop. I got a, I got a friend of mine who just texted me, right? And he's like, yo, um, that Destiny Beyond Light, did you pre-order it yet? I said, it's in Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't know. He's he's he's, he's my age. He, he didn't know. I said, uh, he said, I'm trying to. I said, listen, it'll go live November 10th. Yeah. It's just a free update. You have mm-hmm. Game Pass already. Just sit back and enjoy. Yeah. How many people that's going to be, especially this holiday? It's crazy. That, that's going to be a huge opportunity. That's where the opportunity, I think, even GameStop sees that. You yeah, know? He's used to, when the season pass comes up, paying like I am. Yeah. That saves you. that Whatever money that he was about to send, that he was ready to click on it right now, he was already in purchase mode. I'm pretty sure he turned around and purchased something else. I'm Absolutely. pretty sure that he, he turned did. around and looked inside the store and was like, well, I was going to spend 60 bucks anyway yep, and purchase something else. Yeah. So it's it's a trickle-down effect. When you have extra money, people think you put it in your pocket and you tuck it away. No, yours is already in spend mode, baby. So yeah. you're going to go <laughs> into that store and you're going to say to yourself, okay, well, what isn't going to come to Game Pass? What is I say what's not going to come that Sonic Blue controller that I have pre ordered as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, but you know what? Dreadpool, let's bring you into the conversation before we move on to the discussion of games because this was a game talk show and we do have Spider Man Miles Morales uh, about yes. as well as, of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla shown. And, and again, I know someone in the chat said, like, No, no, you're wrong. That is on, no, that is not on. 
the that had Xbox in the front and the bit when that commercial went live. That trailer is running on a Series X, uh, and it would not have had the branding if it didn't. So what you see there is get on the 10th of November, and what I saw is ridiculously awesome. But dread. When you look at GameStop uh, and you look at this deal with Microsoft, this might be one of those deals that not only benefits one, but benefits both in a big way. What are your thoughts on what we've already discussed? Well, remember when Phil was sitting there doing all those uh, video interviews and he had that list behind him? Mm -hmm. that we all joked about being a checklist. Don't you think that this was probably one of those items that was checked off now? Probably. Right, so uh, I I could see that's part of the 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 whole chess game that he's been playing. You know, what do we what do we do? We fix the system. We fix this. We fix that. You know, what I mean, this is the next thing. We had to shut down um, the stores. You know, all the Microsoft stores. So now Game Pass is now a mini Microsoft Game Game Pass. GameStop is now a mini Microsoft store. You know what I mean? You got your tablets. Yeah, you know, everybody's already basically touched on all this. You know, you got your tablets. You got your employees going out there, and, and and then with the associates coming out there, you know, talking to you like you said, you got their phone number, right? So mm -hmm. if if they got your phone number, you know, it, it's like that best friend scenario. Yep. You know what I mean? So you're you're going there, and it's hey, dread, how's it going? Da 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 da. I'm not getting that now. You know, now I'm getting a. Oh, would you like a PlayStation? No, I'm yeah. here wearing Xbox, wanting an Xbox game that I pre-ordered on Xbox. You know, now it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to go back to how it was when they first were around. Because back then, they were about games. It wasn't mm -hmm. about pushing a narrative or an agenda. Granted, now it's going to seem that way, and I believe it's probably going to be that way. It's going to be the new narrative is for them to push uh, game pass or anything xbox because mm -hmm. the residual that they're going to get down the line from those purchases that are going to happen after the fact that they're going to be tagged on i mean i do that at work you know if i got to write up a change order guess what i make some money off of that so i'm mm -hmm. willing to write that change order out you know i'm willing to 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 take the time to do that and, and and make sure that i get that extra bonus coming back to me so i could see them doing that uh, not saying that it, it's it, it's not shady. It's just a little bit more incentive. Who, who doesn't need to get paid now? Yeah, like no, right I, now. Well, who looks? Who who doesn't need to get some extra money now? So if you're gonna write that order, hell yeah, put some money in your pocket. Everybody well, else is getting paid, right? Right. And who's not getting paid enough? Just about everybody, yep. but the higher ups, right? Yeah. You get that that higher up echelon of CEOs. They don't care about money. Because they've got all the money that they, they just Thank you know you. let's hop on a plane and go. The rest of us we have we have to scrimp and save, you know what I mean. So that extra mo uh, bonus money, you know, we we look at that as, uh, you know, extra play money or extra bill money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, going back to the associate, you know, now they're your best friend, right? So when you walk in there, hey, dread, how's up? You know what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, they're also going to play the insider. Because now they could say, like, you know, now they know more about you. They're like we talked about the they know your your purchase history. Mm -hmm. There's more personality coming out to you. And they can say, OK, well, I see that you're a gamer. 
you know, you, the last time you were here, you bought Xbox. The time before, you bought a PlayStation. And I see that, you know, your account, I didn't see you in here, but I see your account also bought a Nintendo game. You know, what, what are you in here for this time? You know, I see that uh, on, on the Nintendo side, this is coming out. There's, they just announced that this is coming out. You want to pre-order? Uh, same thing here for Xbox. Oh, by the way, uh, this game here is not going to be on Game Pass, so you can pre-order that now. They got a collector's edition. You know what I mean? So they're they're going to be showing you where they can make the most money, and, and but they're they're your friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because of that interaction, they truly are going to become your friend because some of those associates were my friends. You know, I still see them at other places because they don't work there anymore, but I still see them at other places, and we still BS about whatever. So and, and that's that's the other part of it is we don't always BS about gaming. We BS about life and our families, you know, and that's that's where you start trusting their um, opinions of what you might like, because now you actually go in there more often. You're, you're feeling more welcome. Yeah, yeah. No, I, absolutely. And, and that's that's something that's missing, something I believe is going to come back. But you know what? What I want to do is I, I want to I want definitely want to move on. But I have to catch him. Somebody's super chats because it's been quite a few that have come in. Damn the man Cunningham. Good for right. uh, drops a five dollars super chat. says morning. All I'm curious. The GameStop deal strained. He's, he's wondering if the GameStop uh, deal strains Microsoft's relationship with Walmart, Target, etc., for giving the digital kickbacks to GameStop. I don't think it does. I, I think that it may. It, it, it may. I don't even want to say strain. Microsoft is investing into Xbox. I mean, their Xbox platform into GameStop by spending the money to redesign the store in a way that's going to push their, their product. I, I think that these other, these other retailers, they're going to make their money and get their, whatever kickbacks that they're personally getting from. Yeah. That, yeah it's currently in, in play. I would say like a place like Walmart, you don't really care too much about them and their Ooh. feelings in terms of like game pass, because like, like Forte said, almost half of the consoles you sold are, are going through a GameStop. GameStop a special yeah. Store. Yeah. So like, you know, those big stores like Best Buy, Walmart, um, maybe Amazon, you can make the argument, but like, yeah, no, you, you, you they, I, I bet they don't even care. You when know? you have to walk no, around I, Walmart I, I looking agree. for an associate to help you get a game out of a Good case. Good luck with that, dude. Good yeah, exactly. luck with so that. Yeah. There's you're, no you're, you're wasting 20 minutes money. looking for one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casket Repair, a good friend of the show, drops a $4 super chat. Is there any rumors on the disc to digital trading program? Nothing as of yet, but I think that it, it could it, some it's something that could potentially come out of that GameStop deal, but we will definitely uh, keep eye out for that. Sin Vendetta, another drops another super chat. Thank you for your generosity. He says, Mr. Badbit, with, with what Mr. Boomstick said about Mike, uh, Microsoft will acquire an even bigger acquisition than uh, Bethesda, does this still worry you as it has before? He actually talked about that yesterday mm-hmm. on the Xbox Factor podcast, where he does he is. Uh, uh, what, what, what did you say there, Joe? Just I, again, it's just like it's just my personal philosophy. I don't like big corporations buying other big co- corporations. You know, making a huge conglomerate thing. So that that's just my my feel. We go into uh, way more depth uh, in the last video, but yeah, it, it's I, I'm uneasy, but. 
I rather deal with the devil I know than like what we were talking about. Like yeah, about ten, 10 cents cent buying up yeah. everybody. And yeah, that's a great point. DeAndre Banks drops another very generous two dollars. Who just says, "You think Sony knows Xbox isn't playing around now?" Or I think they they're yeah. well aware of it. Uh, CKO Yumi, this is a good one. This is for you, Mister Badbit. Miss, I said, uh, Mister Badbit, will the Yakuza allow you to speak about Xbox? Listen, those Sony snipers are on point. And Joe, listen, I've paid them. They're staying away, so Joe is safe. Understand that the, the 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 fifty cents that I gave them is just about enough to keep Joe from getting one right between the eyes. Joe, you're okay. Um, Reggie Mobile Nine, a very generous friend of the show, drops an outstanding wow, a very generous fifteen dollars super chat. Just an appreciation boom for a great show and a great panel as always. Well, thank you, dude. We super appreciate that. Bounty Boom shows his generosity once again with another $2 super chat and says, hit that like button. Great show. Thank you for that. And, of course, Psychonaut8, a very good friend of the show, drops a $2 super chat. And I, he says this, I worked at GameStop, and they and they will F this up. Well, hopefully that is not the case. But you know what? Let's let's talk some games for a minute um, as we continue on this amazing program, which, of course, again, I didn't expect this particular show, this particular topic to last as long as it did. But I'm glad we, we all got our opinions out there. And you know what? It's important. It's an important piece of gaming history that we're, we're all being privy to. And I think we're going to be talking about this for many, many months moving forward. But, you know, yesterday or at least this week, it might have been Wednesday, we got some Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay, and we didn't just get some. We got a boatload. Uh, we got some from Ubisoft where they had some presenters talking about it as they were playing. We got a new 7-minute and 11-second trailer talking about the world, uh, that, I mean, well, the world that we're going to be living in for quite some time in, of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We did get the, pr the branded Xbox um, Series X, uh, you know, um, uh, commercial showing, of course, the logo at the front and the back end. And I got to tell you, I know that there's some that there's some question as to whether or not it's on PC. I don't think so with the Xbox branding, because that would be false advertising. What you saw on that Xbox branded commercial was Valhalla running on a Series X. Yeah, I double checked. It didn't say like like PC right. running equivalent. It, I, I watched, yeah, and, and and thank you for that, Joe, because I watched it multiple times. Occasionally, you'll see it in the right bottom corner, running, you know, PC depicted of whatever. Uh -huh. This was actually running on the Series X, and it looked phenomenal. Uh, Joe, I want to go to you first on this, and, and obviously, we're going to come back around when we start talking about Miles Morales. Which, <laughs> listen, all I can say is Spider Cat, and I'm. I'm all in for Spider-Cat, okay? <laughs> uh, but, okay, listen, Assassin's Creed is a multi-plat, but yeah. we know that Microsoft has the marketing, and we know we know that based on what we've heard, even though both consoles are going to run at 4K60, both on the PlayStation 5 and, of course, the Series X, we know that the X Series X is the more powerful console. What were your takeaways from this trailer did it do it for you enough to say oh wow okay i cannot wait to play this on next gen uh, valhalla or, yeah. or valhalla. Oh, okay. valhalla i have uh, november just looks too crazy <laughs> it really does like uh I'll, i'm gonna be busy with miles i'm gonna be busy with uh demon souls of course um and you got cyberpunk and like cyberpunk 2077 so like to me I know they're coming out in the same vicinity of each other. 
I'm going to be playing Cyberpunk instead of Valhalla because mm-hmm. that is just a, it looks like something we haven't played before, you know? Okay. Uh, where, where Valhalla, from what I hear, like, I loved Odyssey. It was a really great game, Platinum, that game. From what I hear, like, this is now, um, you know, where, where they went into The Witcher a little bit. Now they're going into some Bioware-ish type of things when it comes to choice and even some of the combat is kind of Dragon Age-ish, um, which is cool. Uh, I, I know, I know, um, you know, uh, Big Cloud has has his thoughts because he's a devout fan and he doesn't like the direction because it's moved away from stealth and into this action open world. I, I think the open world's beautiful. I think uh, Avior, right? I totally mispronounced that name, but um, you know, they look awesome as all hell. I think this is the first time I'll be playing as like a dude in the Assassin's Creed because uh, he just looks super badass. This is a game though. I think I'm going to wait. Just like I did last gen with Black Black, I'm gonna wait till it's like a forty buck thing, like like okay. in January, where I don't have as much to play. But that is to no fault of how the game looked. The game looks great. The game ran great, um, and even some of the things they're doing is is super interesting. It's just there's just so many games, and so that one's gonna be the you know at a launch window one. But it looks great, and again, like that Xbox Series uh, footage. Because uh, I know I missed out on the like whole dirt three, like not enough mud, I guess. Like, this is <laughs> what you're going to see for the first two years of these consoles. Get used to this. It's you know, you're not going to see the huge visual upgrade right now. It's more about the frame rate and more about the internal uh, mechanics of each game and how those things lay out. Uh, but like, the games are running smooth, the games are running great. And that's and the ray tracing looks fantastic. So to me, I'm super excited for what next gen and and, and especially what the Series X is going to be capable of right now and two years from now. Yeah, absolutely, King. Uh, let me get your opinion on this. Uh, Valhalla, the trailer dropped. Uh, it, it, you know, one of the points of contention for the community has been we want to see gameplay on the Series X. Now we saw that at the beginning of the of the week with, uh, of course, Yakuza. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a dragon, we saw Dirt Five, and again, I did not like IGN's uh, depiction of it. I did like Digital Foundries, though, uh, which I which watched, one uh, of oh, Dirt, Dirt Five. Oh, Dirt Five, yeah, I I I, I only checked out Digital Foundries. Yeah, the, the, checked the one out from- Ryan's McCaffrey's uh, Yakuza thing. I'm not a Yakuza guy. That that looks like. Dope as hell. I, I yeah, actually think we're it, gonna be playing that. Now. It actually looks fantastic, but I, I just I I I really kind of want to just focus on Valhalla because obviously it's one of the big ones. Uh and obviously it is a bit of a change of you know, we are getting into the like Joe said, the Witcher-esque yeah. Dragon Age kind of uh gameplay, which is okay for me. Um I got almost every achievement in um in Odyssey. I put uh, folks get ready for this. 40 days in Odyssey. <laughs> Four zero. That's how much time I spent in that game because I absolutely loved everything about it. Um, what, 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 King, what, what, what were your takeaways from the trailer running on the Series X of this new AAA banger from Ubisoft? Well, as soon as I saw it, I said, okay, um, let me fire up Odyssey. <laughs> I, I gotta finish this game because you know I, I get into these open worlds and I'm just trying to do all this open world stuff and I was finding out little uh, stuff in the world uh, and they showed that 
they said it's not going to be as convoluted as it was before. Like when you get to a town, you have 15 side missions to do and you had to talk to this and to do this. They said those things are there, but it's going to be a little bit more organic in how you reach out to these things and uh, how you see the world. Uh, they want you to see the world through different eyes. They don't want every game to be uh, fundamentally the same, like, you know, Madden, you know, every year, all they do is just update here and it's the same icons on the map and the same way you go about things. They want you to see the world. And I, and I noticed this one is a little bit more visual with lining up some of the puzzles and uh, the feel of the world. They want you to feel like the world is alive. And I, I guess with the new fidelity, uh, with these uh, powerful consoles, especially the X, the Series X, uh, they're able to convey that to the public. So when I saw it, I said, well, this was on my bucket list anyway. And I'm trying to figure out what's the deal going to be up to launch. See, I'm at that point now that um, I'm not rushing out there purchasing a damn thing. Uh, not knowing what their back ends are <laughs> because the day before they'd be like, yeah, you know, and tomorrow's the launch and tomorrow you play Valhalla for free, but I purchased that, man. You still got it. God bless. Like not going to happen to me, bro. <laughs> King so, is, 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 is Mr. Game Pass. He, he, he don't want to pay for anything. And you, why should you? No, see, I, I don't, I do not want to pay for a thing. I want it to, I want to wait. And so you see, I, I go always. See, everybody looks at Game Pass and they look at what's coming next, right? I go to see what's leaving. And then I look at it and I say, hmm, what do I really love? Like, <laughs> And then if I love it, I purchase it because I played it or whatever. So I already got a chance to, you know, try the games. But when I saw Valhalla, I said, this is representative of what I expected. And, it, and it's only going to get better. You know, these games with the Velocity engine uh, built in because these games are uh, built with this in mind, not from the ground up because these are uh, previous generation games is across gen games. But those, you know, ground up games are coming. But this was a good uh, take on it. I can't wait to get it to see it perform and what modes it's going to have. Uh, it piqued my curiosity to the level of, if it was at, you know, nine before, it's at like 12 now. So, yeah. and like I said, it, it forced me to go back and play Odyssey. Um, I'm going to finish that up. Uh, I have a mandate on myself to get that done because I do want to take my older games. Cause it's going to be a large portion of my Series X uh, gameplay is going to be me booting up older games to see what's up, yeah. you know. So, these newer games uh, that I'm very interested in, this is high on the list. And you knew that from the beginning. So, yes, I'm definitely looking forward to this game. This game looks amazing to me. So I can't wait. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it as well. And uh, it's, a, it's a game I'm definitely going to sink my teeth in. But it just happens to be coming out around Cyberpunk. My God, it's just those are two massive bulls hitting, hitting the horns. And I, I, I don't know who I'm going to fall in on. I think, I think the easy answer is cyberpunk, but I am a huge Assassin's Creed fan. So yeah. I, I may, I may stick with that. You know, crispy bomb for you was, was uh, the trailer that was shown uh, running on the series X. Was that validation to the, the power of the hardware for you personally? I'll be honest with you. This streaming thing is just, I, I I'm more curious how it's actually going to look when I have the console on my TV. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really, 
I'm kind of at the point where I'm not going to overanalyze these streams anymore. Uh, you know, it clearly said in the bottom right hand corner, work in progress. I don't know how much work in progress you could be at this point, though. So <laughs> it, it's a little it's a little black flaggish to me, which I kind of like. Um, you know, I, I used to really love that game. I almost beat the whole thing. And then I got Assassin's Creed out and another Gears came out, I think, on top of it. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. So. You know, I'm I'm one of them people that like Assassin's Creed. You play a few of them, and then now it's like, okay, this one is interesting me when it's at like forty bucks or something. Or you know, you never know. Like King says with the Game Pass, yep. Cyberpunk is more of what a game I'm looking forward to because I feel like it's a, you're going to be in like this living world, and it's going to feel like that. And that that's something that at least I haven't experienced since. I don't remember, to be honest. So it looks like something new, something worth my uh, a whole $60 purchase. And, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed, it's it's well played out for me. I just I, I, I don't have the interest I used to have in it. Um, you know, maybe I see more and I change my mind. But right now, it just it didn't blow my mind away. I, I thought, you know, some of the cutscenes looked a little janky. That could be the stream, though. So I, I just I, I'm whatever at this point. I'm, I'm meh. Me. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I mean, listen. I mean, again, not every game is for every gamer, and again, there has been quite a few Assassin's Creeds, and maybe this isn't uh, different enough. Uh, me personally, I, I, I am, I'm interested in the Viking lore, but I'm still, man, I'm still holding out for an Assassin's Creed in Japan, man, or, or China. Or, I know it's coming, but it's, it's, it's. I, if you would have asked me the beginning of this development cycle, what I wanted as a fan. I don't understand why they just will not touch the Japanese setting. I just think that I, I think that it's something we've all been calling for for years. This isn't something that we just tripped over and be like, oh, Japan. No, well, we've been calling. Ghost of Tsushima yeah, definitely shows the market is available. Absolutely. Well, again, my game of the year, 2020. No, no doubt about that. But uh, that update right now. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Gaming Forte, let's bring you into the conversation. Before I do, let me just catch up with some of these outstanding super chats. We have Gerald Mack. Drops a very generous $5 super chat. Says, good morning, Mr. Boom. Hold on a sec. I just lost it. This chat is going real, going very quick. He says, good morning, Mr. Boomstick, Lord King, Mr. Bed, Bit, and the rest of the panel. Is it possible that Costco ships the Series X early? I, I don't know if they're breaking no. the street date. I doubt it. Uh, yeah, uh, mine's being delivered. So I'm, I'm not gonna, if they uh, want to get more product. They ain't. Yeah, no, they're go. not. Microsoft has uh, uh, a very heavy penalty per console that is uh out like there break street dates yeah so it, they're not it, doing it nope uh jesse darby a good friend of the show drops a very generous five dollar super chat and he says if it's bigger than bethesda i'm leaning towards take two and rockstar or cd project red i can assure you that it's none of those yeah, I, 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 I can assure you that it's none of those, Jesse. Uh, yeah, I, 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 trust me. Those those are we're talking nineteen twenty something billion dollars. Microsoft. First of all, Take Two. They just purchased somebody. It is is just yeah. The Rockstar actually just bought uh, Ruffian Games. Yeah. Uh, they purchased yeah. them to add them as a support studio for GTA Six. Yeah. Um, Jesse Darby drops another $5 super chat. Wow, dude, thank you for your generosity. He says, Joe, the technical term would be monopolizing. I guess you were talking about that before regarding uh, yeah, or, or, or 
having all of these um, these IPs and companies. Kenta Wilson, another good friend of the show, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Xbox Series X back compat on another level. Oh, indeed, for sure. Uh, but uh, Gaming Forte, you, you know, obviously you're buying an X for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Was Valhalla one of them? And were you impressed with the trailer? I was impressed with the trailer. I'm not the hugest Assassin's Creed fan. I'm... It's like I, I'm one of those people that if I don't play the original ones, it's kind of hard for me to get into the newer stuff, even knowing you can play them because it is in a completely different era with the sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one it showed it showed me a lot. It's the fact that look, man, when you it's always tied to brand new hardware. When you always get brand new hardware, you always want to see what can actually push that brand new hardware. Like for me, getting uh, an X. I was going to be like King, you know, trying out mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that I already have that I didn't get a chance to dabble in with to see how much the improvements on those systems was going to, the games were going to be on that system that um, I'm buying. So Valhalla is just another game that's going to be added to that list. Now, is it going to be a day one thing that I'm going to try day one when the system comes out? Uh, no, because Destiny Beyond Light comes out that day. And, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, and, I'm gonna be, and, and that's where your boy is going to be at on day one. Um, it, it just sucks that Cyberpunk comes out literally nine days later man yeah so that's that that seems to be the down the only downside to the situation but the one thing i have realized that with games even if you don't unless you want to be a part of some type of conversation you don't have to be there day one you 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 know it's a a lot of games that are going to be coming out like i want to try out the um the uh, Phoenix Rising game, I want to try that out because I'm super into the whole Breath of the Wild thing, and that has yeah. like a, a certain look to it that makes me want to be more interested in the type of game that that's going to be, and that comes out on December 3rd. So there is a myriad of things that's going to be coming out that's going to be battling for my attention, but Assassin's Creed is now on the radar due to that trailer because I wasn't mm, even thinking true. about that game before the trailer. And I was like, wow, you know, because up until this point, we seen like some offshoot gameplay of some boss battles and stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. But then I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, okay, now this is this is what we're talking about. And then the fact that, you know, every, we finally got a chance to see something running on the system, you know, saying that this is actually in-engine running on the um, X itself. I was like, okay, so now we can finally transition from this conversation about, you know, are the games actually going to look good on a system that has more T-flops and more teraflops than anything else out there when it comes to a gaming console? And I always thought that was a, a, a crazy conversation to have because if the power is there, it's going to look good no matter what. But, um, yeah, I'm super excited for what they actually showed. It just really comes down to what are going to be what else is going to be biting for our our time when it comes to all that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's that again, that's the problem. Time. When <laughs> when are we gonna have time to sink our teeth into hell? I got I barely got time to play games because I'm writing four shows a week. So I'm, yep. gonna to, I'm gonna have to figure this out. I'm gonna have to stay up to midnights, bro. I'm gonna have to put Mrs. Boomstick to sleep and I'm gonna have to sneak out of the room and, and come out here and play for two, three hours because that's the only way. Yeah, I, it's it might, it's the only way I'm going to get some gaming in because obviously I do love writing the content and I love doing these shows, but I got to make some time for gaming. But uh, Dreadpool for you, this trailer came out of nowhere. I didn't. I mean, obviously we, we again we we saw Yakuza, we saw Dirt Five. I did not know we were getting such a stout, uh, uh, you know, co- uh, content packed uh, week with you know, with Valhalla, because we got multiple trailers, and we also got the playthrough where one of the uh, producers was actually in the background talking, which was interesting. But for you, 
Were you happy to see it played on the X? And more importantly, is this a game that you're going to be playing day one on your new console? Uh, yeah, I was happy about it. That's for sure. It, it was good to see something, right? Because everybody's still saying, oh, you know, well, this, this game plays on a on a Series S. It doesn't look good. Da, da, da. You know, and, and they're like, oh, this is PC. The, you know, everybody's, you know, downplaying the looks of, of the consoles that, that were able to produce that and not even, you know, we're, we're not saying that, hey, this is going to be gameplay indicative of the X. This is what the S can do. You know, they've been doing little by little to show you because, I mean, if they just dump their load right now, you're done. There's nothing else to do. Right. So doing that, it, it's a teaser. It's a buildup, you know. So you got a foreplay before you get to the main event. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, absolutely. So, and, you know, and them doing this was definitely a, a good thing. You know, uh, now if I gonna play day one, uh, as much as I love Assassin's Creed, I'm gonna have to hold off because I mean, we also got COD. You know, that's that's coming out on the 13th. Yeah. 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 So it's like. I got to figure out where my money's going, where where my friends are going, because uh, if if it's too diverse and where where we're all going to be playing, then I might just go ahead and get Assassin's Creed, you know. Um, but if we're all going in on COD, then I'm going to have to go that way. But that, that that's that's the thing, because every every Assassin's Creed for the past few quite a few years, it's been day one, the highest bundle I can buy. And I got burnt on the last one with um, Odyssey, Odyssey, where they, you know, I bought the top of the line one, and all of a sudden they have an ultimate one. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! This is <laughs> when you buy the top of the line that there should be nothing more, right? You know? and, and that's what that's why I'm kind of hesitant with it. I I, I want to see, and I, I don't mind paying the extra, but let me know ahead of time. Hey, it's going to include. I understand if it's like a like another season. Add-on, okay, that's that's totally different. But if you're telling me that this is everything we're going to produce for this game and everything you get when you buy this bundle, then that's what I should be getting. Yeah. Okay. Not, so, I, yeah, yeah. No, no banana in the tailpipes here, folks. Let's, yeah, uh... so <laughs> I'm going to be basically sticking around with Game Pass and the games I have. And like uh, King said, um, I watch Game Pass when the games leave because they're still discounted. And if I hadn't played them yet and I still want to play them, you know, every Tuesday, that's what I do. I go through there and I, I check out the deals with gold and I, I see whatever's 80%. And, and, you know, 80%, that's a big deal when I'm paying two, three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy that. You know, I, I also research. I don't just buy an 80% game because, you know, sound like it, Robocop. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't, you ain't exactly. even lying. So, but that's 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 kind of where I'm at. Uh, and besides, the first week or so, I don't think I'm going to be playing any games. I'm going to be sitting there loading one game, loading the next game, and just being awestruck with with what my TV can show me, and then telling my friends, "Come on over, check this out. Check how fast this loads. Fa check out this fast travel. Remember how fast my NVMe was on my uh, uh, Scorpio edition? Check this out now. You know, so I'm gonna, I'm going to be pushing the X to my friends." So, but that's, you know, not, not trying to push it. I'm just going to be bragging about it. Like, check this out, you know? Yeah. So, but, and that's what I did when I got the Scorpio. I was like, wow, oh my God, you know, but that's it. 
there's there's a lot of games that I'm going to be playing and, and checking out and going back to. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be there, and, and maybe like everyone was saying, you'll catch it on sale towards. Remember when at the end of the year, right before we get into the new year, Microsoft, Xbox, even Nintendo, even Nintendo has end of the year sales, Black and this Friday. is a, yeah, Black Friday is coming up mm-hmm. sooner than later too. So yeah, you you could pick up that game forty bucks, but. I want to move on to a game that I know quite a few people on this panel are going to want to talk about because, man, oh, man, listen, look, look, you can hate Spider-Man all you want. You could say, well, F Sony because they have Spider-Man and my box doesn't. But I got to tell you, man, I loved Spider-Man 2018 so much so that I platinumed it. Loved the game so much so that I bought the $70 edition, which I've all, I'm also uh, buying the $70 edition for, of course, my Mr. Uh, Mr. Bad Bit for his birthday, which uh, I'll be dropping uh, that very soon, as soon as that's available. Um, <laughs> it's available but, now. You, you, you can do the digital pre-orders to say. Oh, I will. Then I will. We, we'll talk. We'll talk in a DM afterwards, brother. I got you covered. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, it, Miles Morales, we knew was going to be a big game. I, I've said this before, and I will say it again on this show. Spider-Man Miles Morales, that game, that character is a game and character this world needs more now than ever. I, and, I, and I truly, in my heart of heart, mean, mean that for a whole multitude of reasons, which I'm not going to get into. If you've listened to my show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's got his mask on. But that's not Miles Morales. That's Spider-Man. That don't count. Oh. <laughs> Anyone can wear the mask, man. You can't see out of the mask, but you can sure as hell wear it. Yeah, absolutely. Let me join you. I'm not gonna let you be alone, sir. Oh, look at this. We I don't have a Spider-Man man. Let me see. Oh, baby. <laughs> but Sony did something very, very cheeky, and they didn't just release a, a seven and a half minute show. No, they they released several trailers, each one having depicting its <laughs> depicting its own part of what they you know the story they were trying to tell and of course my favorite is spider cat because holy shit <laughs> that was freaking hilarious oh yeah, who, yeah. Who, who could say no to spider cat um okay. but i have to say that uh, if you were on the fence of potentially buying this game i think all all doubts have been removed now whether this is a six hour experience or a 36 hour experience i don't know but i can tell you that whatever it takes me to platinum it i'm gonna do uh, because I love the character, I love the game, I love Insomniac, and I actually love the fact that the PlayStation brethren who cannot afford to potentially upgrade to a PlayStation 5 are still going to be enjoying this game. And and, and again, hats, hats off to Sony for allowing this to happen. Now, whether this was in the plan or not, I couldn't tell you, but I'm happy to know that if you are someone who enjoyed Spider-Man 2018... You have the ability to, if you own a PlayStation 4 and potentially upgrade to a PlayStation 5, will be able to choose where you play this game. So I want to go to Mr. Badbit first on this, simply because mm-hmm. this character means a tremendous amount to you for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. What were your thoughts on how many trailers they dropped this week regarding miles morales i i knew you were already sold but could this could these trailers actually sell this game to people that might have been on the fence let me tell you something when i put on that mask it's been two plus years so much dust has entered my throat (laughs) 
um so yeah like it, it, anybody who's anybody knows um spider-man is my favorite superhero uh into the spider-verse is my favorite movie of all time that's every time i'm very depressed i turn on that movie and like all of a sudden i don't i, I I'm, I'm cured um so you know miles means a lot to me um as a hispanic and and uh seeing seeing kids have that is awesome. I wish I had that when I was a kid. Um, that said, Miles Morales, uh, PlayStation five. Yeah. Everybody was just like, ah, oh, it's a DLC. It's whatever. It's like, I don't care if it's a DLC. Me either. This is my superhero. Yeah. And I'm going to play as them. And they keep teasing the into the spider verse suit yeah. over and over again. Oh, you know, that's going to be in there, dude. You, 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 you know, that's in there. I, I texted Kyle, uh, my co-host, and I was just like, I came to the realization when I saw one of his like thwip stills. Um, I was just like, I came to the realization with, with the photo mode they have, with that suit probably being in the game. I'm like, I'm gonna be able to reignite uh, what's that? What's up, danger scene? Like, yeah. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have my own, you know, photo of that on my as my wallpaper. And I got super emotional. That scene means so much. So like. This game is before Spider-Cat. Like, just seeing all the things about this game. It's like, yeah, more (laughs) Spider-Man? I'm in. And and it's my Spider-Man? I'm doubly in. Like, this is my most anticipated game this year. Even even, uh, after Cyberpunk. Like, this is is it. I'm going to waste all my time playing it. Um, It's so smart what they what they've done here in Somniac, PlayStation, and and Game Informer. Game Informer is still really relevant when it in terms of its cover stories, um, gets tons of traffic. That thing, um, that those cover stories usually do better than some of the IGN stuff. So like that's a huge get for Game Informer and for uh, for uh, Spider-Man and for PlayStation, because they said it throughout the month, there's going to be more little information trickling mm-hmm. out and getting people really excited, yeah. whether it is the cool stuff where we've seen him, you know, flip in the city in 60, uh, 60 frames or like seeing the, 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 um, the ray tracing in the game, which a lot of people are like super impressed with, uh, including digital foundry. Like that's really cool. And then you get to the little, the, the little Easter eggs, like Spider-Cat or Spider-Man <laughs> the Cat, um, and b- having an interactive suit um, that's a little bit maybe more interactive than most. Like, they knew when they were making it, it's like, this is a meme skin, yeah. and it goes to show how much fun Insomniac has yes. with this universe and how much creativity yep. they're able to have. Most importantly, I remember, uh, was it, da- uh, David Intahar, the original, uh, the the creative director of, of the first Spider-Man, uh, he was talking to Greg Miller about Miles. Um, and this was when the game launched. And they were talking about Into the Spider-Verse as like a retrospective. And, you know, Intahar was being very coy. And he was just like, you know, when asked the question, how's that going to influence Miles? And they're just like, it, it that's that. Spider-Verse has has challenged us and changed the way we look at the character, mm. uh, paraphrasing for him. So, like, 
knowing that that's going to play a huge part and you're already seeing it too in, in terms of the music being used and the style that mm-hmm. Niles has like this is going to be something special and i think it is a, a perfect way to like tie the bow on what has been as a playstation gamer uh, one of the best if not the best years they've ever had like you got persona 5 you got uh, final fantasy you got last of us you got ghost of tsushima you got neo 2 you're going to be wrapping it up with demon souls and um and, and spider-man like yeah, i know i'm strong. missing one or two of them in there like it's been a really strong year and having spider-man as that launch it only makes me wonder if if halo was here the <laughs> types of conversation we would be having between yeah like how do both of these juggernauts affect each other's launch um and so yeah i'm i'm super pumped for this game i don't care how many hours it is um i just i just know i'm going to have a blast with it yeah no absolutely and again if you're going to platinum it i know you're going to i know i'm going to i know big cloud is going to i know king is probably going to attempt it you're going to spend more than 30 hours getting everything and i cannot wait to do that king i want to go to you next but before i do king let me just uh grab some of these super chats we have jd gamer a very generous friend of the show he drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says it's square enix uh they're, they're not playing with sony yeah, Square, I, <laughs> listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you. If it was Square, I'd be disappointed because I don't like Final Fantasy games other than 7. I could care less. And I don't think they, I think that they're they're like like, like 2K or more so uh, Rockstar. We, we need games in Game Pass every couple of years, not every 17 years. And that's what Square is known for. Uh, ten years per game, and and Rockstar ten years per GTA. I, I, we they don't they don't want that, and that's that's not a good investment in my opinion. Nope. We have Ger- Gerald Mack drops them an additional five dollars super chat and says, "My apologies, my ship window is the sixteenth through the twenty third. Was just wondering, do you think that they would ship it earlier to meet launch? That's something that they they might do if you have a later ship date. If they can get it to you." At launch, that's definitely a possibility. We have Rain G4, another generous friend of the show. He drops an outstanding $4, $5 super chat and says, Microsoft will announce they have all of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> okay. I actually have a picture of Phil with that glove on. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I, may, I may bring that up. We have Nightwolf, another generous friend of the show. He drops very generous $5 super chat and says, hey, panel. Yo, that Valhalla deep dive had me hyped. Cyberpunk new vehicle trailer had me hyped. I am hyped. <laughs> Love this hobby. Indeed. Thank you so much for your generosity. We also have um, Nightwolf. Uh, Nightwolf. Oh, I just lost it. Hold on, Nightwolf. Let me bring you back up here, brother. Um, wow, this chat is really going fast. Holy yeah, Nightwolf. I was thinking. Oh, let's go for it. Yeah, Nightwolf thirty one eighty six drops a five dollars super chat. Thank you, brother, for the generosity. He says, by the way, more gameplay and customization on um, uh, Artex uh, or it's A R E K K Z Gaming Channel for Valhalla. If you want to see more, oh, thanks so much for that, dude. Super appreciate that. We also have East Te- Texas Alex, a good friend of the show. He drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Hit that like button, everyone!" And indeed, if you are here, folks, and you are enjoying it, we had seven hundred and fifty people here. Seven hundred and fifty people on Breakfast with Boom. Please consider hitting that like button. Let's get at least half. 350 plus likes before we get on out of here. But King, I want to go to you next on this because you are hyped for Miles Morales. Um, you obviously are a huge Marvel fan. 
And this game looks gorgeous. And I don't care whether you play it on your PlayStation 4 or your PlayStation 5. Preferably, you want the ray tracing and the extra puddles in the PlayStation 5 <laughs> version. Uh, I cannot wait to boot up. That, that is the first game I'm playing on my PS5 will be Spider-Man Miles Morales. And, of course, once that's done platinumed, I'm going to then replay 2018 with all the new nooks and crannies and platinum it again. I cannot wait. What are your thoughts on the trailers that were shown? Well, I'm so happy that the embargo is lifted. Uh, somebody was in my DMs explaining to me uh, that they did get a chance to uh, see the game more. Um, didn't get a chance to touch it, but got a chance to see more of the game and more will be coming out. So I was like, that's what I'm dying to see. I'm dying to see that game more than anything because you you know that Spider-Man was my game of the year. So um, in the year that it was released uh, over God of War, and I felt that... Um, it was a more flushed out game. Uh, it had mature themes to it, something that I truly wasn't expecting from a Spider-Man title. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people like to say, oh, it's Kitty, it's cartoon, it's this, it's that. Uh, did you play the game? Did you see the content that was in the game? Did you get the DLC to find out that Spider-Man might be, uh, uh, what you call it, dead be dead? Like, um, <laughs> it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into this thing. <laughs> And I'm sitting there like, wow, the, the maturity of the title, the gravitas of the game, um, it was more grounded than any Spider-Man game that I got a chance to play. And you got to learn, you got a, a chance to learn about Miles Morales in that game. So you wanted to find out more of how they was going to work him into the title. And then while I was watching the trailer, bits, they started off very slow. And they, first they showed you in the costume, but you had questions. And then I saw a trailer that showed me him and Spider-Man, uh, you know, when the rhino showed up. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. But then Peter's not there. Then he's fighting the rhino. And I'm like, what's going on? So it gave me a lot of questions. Then I saw Spider-Cat. And I'm like, Spider-Cat. And then he's talking <laughs> to the dude in the store. So you know I definitely want to do that storyline to find out what's going on with Spider-Cat. And how he got the cat back. And why the guy was giving him, like, the cold shoulder when he went and, you know, risked his life for this cat. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole bunch of stuff that I want to see and know about it. I know it's six costumes in the game. One of the costumes is going to be from uh, Enter the Spideyverse uh, costume because he doesn't have too many costumes right now. I mean, he's really uh, uh, he's very... He's a um, newer character. Yeah, he's, he's a very new character. Yeah, yeah you know, he, he's been around for, I think it's like, what, 10 years now? Yeah. Um, that's not a long time in, uh, you know, Marvel years. <laughs> that's baby, you know, he's an infant, <laughs> you know. Um, that's why I like what I like about his suit is in, in the game is that it's not a huge deviation for what we saw with spider-man ps uh ps4 because we've had so many iterations of that spider-man suit um so that like since this is really like miles has just started hitting the mainstream uh you know um uh, just breaking through the cracks that i would i like that this was a more conservative approach to that you know miles gets his that suit gets its spotlight. It very much deserves. Oh, yeah, I mean, you talking about the suit. white spider that was on um, the Spider-Man from the other one that was a, a huge departure, and it was a, a, a different no, uh, no, take no. on the suit. And no, Miles talking... getting his regular suit to be shown in its proper mm-hmm. form. There yeah. you go. Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. Know, I, fig- I figured, well, what they wanted to do is, with the first one, they wanted to stand out. So that white spider... 
was incredible. It was a yeah. stroke of genius. You know, that costume was a, the velocity costume was a stroke of genius. This costume, like you said, they're, they're introducing Miles to the world. You know, um, even though people saw Miles and Enter the Spideyverse, that's not his costume. Anybody that reads the books know the costume that they're using in this game is the costume that he yep. uses, you know, with little minor alterations that he uses in the books. So, you know, I have a statue of that, you know, as well. And I'm glad that they went with that silhouette, that format. And, you know, we're going to get variations. I saw the second variation with the white one, with the stealth that they were doing, because I wanted to see how the stealth was going to play into the game. And it was showing me different mechanics that you didn't see with the first Spider-Man game, because he doesn't have those same abilities. Yeah. Like, you know, the shocking abilities. I mean, when you get different costumes, you were able to do different things. But we're talking about innate uh, abilities. Invisibility. That, yes. There's a lot that he can do. But Miles' character is extremely complex. Yes. Yeah. And, and then I want to know, being that the game is a mature-themed game, you know, people really have to get that out of the head uh, that it's a child's game. Uh, his wife, his, his mother is running for uh, like city some council. Yeah, city councilman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be some uh, dynamic there that is going to be a political angle on what's going to happen there. What's up with his father? What's up with his uh, his uncle, the Prowler? What what you know? It's a whole bunch of angles. And how did it affect him when uh, you know he was fighting the the supervillain that was uh, in the past game? So. And then he has his own villains that they're going to flesh out here, opposed to using the Sinister Six. He's going to have his own uh, actual villains. I want to see where it's going to go. And like Boom said, yeah. I don't care if it's eight hours, 20 hours, 30 hours. I want to just dig into the game. And mm -hmm. I want to know if this game is going to have expansions like the first game had expansions to you know further build on this universe. I was pleasantly pleased with what they were showing, and that's the only reason why I'm buying a PlayStation 5. Yeah, There's absolutely right. no other reason for me to, to own the console but for me to get this game and to experience it at the highest fidelity that they can uh, you know, deliver it to me. I'm not going to play it on my Pro. I don't even want it to touch my Pro. I want to see it on my 5. I want to yep, see yep. the ray tracing. I want to see extra puddles. I want to see all that stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I want to fast traveling. I want all they promised, and then some. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and and they're going to deliver, I believe. Now, crispy bombs. I know that you are not in the market necessarily to get a, a PlayStation Five from Jump. Your 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 main goal is to grab uh, a Series X for sure. But you've talked about in the past potentially picking up a PlayStation Four or even a PlayStation Four Pro if you can find one. What were you were you moved to potentially pick up a PlayStation to play Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man game releasing on the 12th of November? Well, I, I'm looking. I got some back end talks, but the price is really high. For it's, my yeah, it's because you can't find them. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, it's just, you know, I, I, well, I'm not talking about the PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for what they're doing like I, i'm uh you know that whole uh you know we don't believe we believe in generations bs uh i'm glad they got rid of that because you know now now i'm more inclined to get a ps4 um it, it's it's something that i probably should have did a long time ago but 
you know, I, I play Xbox. Like I, I'm in the ecosystem. I have like 500 friends. Like I, I just, you know, I love what I do there. And I really never had a reason until more recently. I mean, Spider-Man was always on my radar, but that's one game. Uh, I will say, I mean, kind of reminds me of Batman, uh, the gameplay, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not mad about, you know what I'm saying? Like Batman, like I said, the Arkham series, great series. So I, I'm interested in it. I, I love the cheekiness. I mean, Spidey cat, Spidey cat. Like, like, <laughs> dude, I, I just, I laughed so hard when I saw that when he, when he hit him at the end, I was dying. Like when the cat came out and hit the dude. Yeah. He, like, yeah. He's, he's doing the scratch like, attack. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> so I, I, I like it. That is exactly what Spider-Man should be, by the way. I mean, the Spider-Man, is is a cheeky character always in the comics definitely cheeky you know what i mean it always has a weird comment and stuff i think the voice acting sounded great it sounded exactly what it should be it, it would be it's gonna be that and ghost of shishima that are gonna be the two games if i get a ps4 anytime soon those are the first two i'm buying and, you know and what for, I mean? good, and for good reason because both of them are bangers for well, sure if you want to buy my, my my playstation pro you can hit me in the dm <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to charge me, King? You're trying to get an Escalade over there. Bro. No, 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 no. Not on the PlayStation Pro, man. I'm talking about the Play PlayStation 5s at $3,000. Man, I'm just saying, man. The PlayStation Pro, I can let that go for easy. You know, we'll talk about that, brother. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, I appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, this game is definitely on my radar. Now, you have to understand, as a Marvel fan, I actually gravitate towards X-Men. Okay, um, yeah. X Men. There was no Marvel Cinematic Universe when the X Men's were coming out, and the first few were really good. The, the first two, I mean, I will never forget Wolverine going through the the mansion and just taking everybody out and going like rage status. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and that's something like, dude, like I really want. And, and kind of in the similar style as Batman, because that, that's really the gameplay that you, you, we really enjoy as far as being a superhero. You feel you feel visceral. You feel powerful. You know what I mean? So I really want somebody to do a Wolverine game like that would be my jam, like to the T. And, you know, it reminds me that it's possible because, you know, they really insomniac. It, it just showed how great they are at, at making a Spider-Man game. And they yeah. continue to show it. I mean, did it look awe-strucking and spectacular? No. Okay. And does it remind me of other games that have come in the past? Yes. But it, at the same time, we haven't had a, a, a true Batman in a long time. Like, this is the perfect time for this game. It's a perfect time to – you can call it a DLC. You can call it, you know, an extension of the story, a, a standalone. I don't care. I'm just I'm happy for the huge Spider-Man fans. Just like if I got a Wolverine game that you, you get you get to play as a, a new character, you get to have new storylines. And it seems like they've really worked on a lot of the things that you know people may have had gripes about, which I mean is great. I mean, that's that's all you could do as a developer is, is improve on the product. I agree. And, and I think that I think we're gonna see a lot of improvement on this, especially when you see it running on the PlayStation 5. You know, gaming forte. We got a chance to see the first boss battle, uh, and we and we got a chance to see Miles teaming up with Spider Man with uh, with Peter, which was pretty good. But we obviously the when when the Rhino breaks out of the truck, the back of the truck, it's all it's all Miles, and it looked stunning. Are you even more excited now than you were before to see what Miles uh, is going to bring to the table on this PlayStation Four slash Five release? 
Yeah, uh, I think the biggest thing that people um, are super excited for is just the extra powers that you're going to get when it comes to the game. Uh, overall, I think this is like an ingenious way of promoting the game. I think they're getting people excited to just dive right back into the game all over again. I mean, it's been two years since a lot of people meaningfully went through the game and we're getting a secret twist on it when it comes to like, we know that um, Peter Parker is going to be actually in the game. We, we already knew that from the, um, the reveal of the face change and everything that they did. But, but overall, I just think that this is a good thing that they're doing overall. I think they're really sticking to whatever source material they're trying to make for their character, because that's the thing. This is a completely different story that's going to be made exclusively for what Xamia was doing for their game. And I'm really excited. And the fact that I wanted, I was getting ready to start finishing and playing Spider-Man uh, remaster. I mean, regular uh, Marvel Spider-Man, but I'm waiting for the ultimate edition so I can do it all in one shot. Mm. And, just the graphical fidelity upgrade that they're doing just to that game in general has got me super excited. You know, ray tracing being in everything. Who cares if it's at 30 frames per second? When it comes to something like that, I just want to be wild. That's the one thing about Mar- like superhero games. It's not really about the gameplay at a certain point. It's about how it's about how they portray all the powers and stuff that you're going to have in the game and looking at it. Um, gets me even more super excited. Of course, I wish that thing ran at 60 frames per second under that 4K ultra settings mode with all the bells and whistles with ray tracing. But if I know, even if I could just get a solid story like they did with Marvel Spider-Man from what everybody else was showing, that's all I truly want in the end. And the fact that they showed like Spider-Man, the cat, Let's, let's be for that real. was dope. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, bro, all you see is the cat jump off the backpack. And it's like, <laughs> I was like, I was getting, I was getting, um, I was getting like, um, what was it? I was getting Captain America vibes with the cat, you yeah, know, Captain just America, cat. yeah, yeah. I was that's, getting that's those vibes, the from, yeah, I was getting <laughs> supervised from that. So, I when I saw that, I was like, bro, that they they are really going all out to basically get everybody super excited for what this game is going to be you know and and a lot of people are going to sit there and say like yo it's 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 a game that could be done on ps4 and they proved they said that it's going to be running on a ps4 but ultimately who cares when you start seeing stuff like that in the game exactly because that's all that matters you know in the end it just matters about the games that you play and it doesn't matter doesn't even matter what platforms you played on as long as you have the option to play the game that's all that should matter. And I'm very, very excited after seeing the latest trailer because of just the extra stuff that they're they're throwing into the game to make you even more interested other than just, you know, say, oh, here's a remastered version of the same game that we gave you, which is different characters, upgraded textures and everything like that. It seems mm-hmm. like they've gone all the way out to make sure that your experience in, Mar- in Miles Marvel Spider-Man is going to be something that you can um, expect to be going forward when it comes to how they evolve this character throughout the next generation yeah no i absolutely agree and closing out this topic and obviously this show because it's been a solid two plus hour show dreadpool i didn't i don't i'm not sure if you're on the fence on getting a playstation 5 but i believe do you have a playstation 4 no you don't oh that's no. right you actually said that, that, that you, you want to get i've purchased a, a couple of them and gave them away for for presents you know oh okay. nice. I, I wanted them myself but my wife was like you know you said and i was like yeah i know i said but i want this one can i just give them something else so um but i mean yeah, like, what, what, what were your takeaways from the trailer brother because I, there were quite a few of them i believe there was either three or four of them and they were amazing i no pun intended uh the boss battle was was really cool. The only the only thing that 
I don't want to bring the negativity in there, so let's leave that part out. But uh, <laughs> well, there, there was that one spot, and I the only thing – yeah, let's not go there. Um, Speak it, your it, mind, man. All right, all right. The only thing that I saw that uh, people were negative about was where he timed uh, – time portals. Where he went through the, 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 the pipe, and he escaped the building and, and you know at the end, and he mm -hmm. went into the city. And everybody's like, see, this is this, and they're all fighting over – the way that the setup is not my, my thing is if you really want to know, show it on PlayStation four and then you'll know that's the only, you know what I mean? What it, about it, the load times? Yeah. The load time going through the city, you know, people are oh, you like, like that pipe was like a secret yeah. loading screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so fast. You're going through it so fast that, you know, it, it loaded. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a load screen. Who cares? I mean, they're going to have load screens. These SSDs aren't, doesn't, you know, remove, loading it just speeds it up you know yeah people need to just you know just instead stop. of you yeah and it's 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 it, it eliminates barriers it doesn't mean it eliminates all the barriers people need right. to settle down about like it, it's part of it's part of the thing that like we and went and from horse and buggy now we got cars that's yes. it that's all baby we still gotta travel man see, and, that, and that's the thing that's it's like you see that and you're like oh, really do we have to complain about this stuff yeah you know and, and it's you can't just enjoy what we have yeah. you know what i mean we, we just watched a, a cool trailer and you guys want to nitpick over that you know and granted Yes, I'm not buying the PlayStation 5 right now because King bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I needed 10 of them to, to, to achieve my goal. I'm hoping so, I could just get my one. <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm actually waiting. I'm waiting out. And I was on I was on the other fence, too, of should I buy the PlayStation Pro now while I wait until they, they start, you know, becoming uh, the PlayStation 5 come out uh, in abundance yeah. where everybody that really wants it because – you know, uh, as as much of a PlayStation fan as I was back in the day, because I, I I started with PlayStation One, I skipped over two because I didn't see what I wanted out of it and what they promised sure. me. And then I got a PlayStation Three, so it's not like I'm anti PlayStation. I love yeah. PlayStation. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. Also, you know, it's just like Nintendo. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. So we have to respect our past to be where we're at now and and for everybody to pick sides and, and dog on it you know like bad bit right yeah you're a gamer you're not a playstation fanboy you know what i mean yeah and every, everybody makes it seem like oh why is this playstation guy here because he's a gamer okay <laughs> that's why he's our brother he's a gamer right. just like everybody else on this panel we're all gamers yeah you know? I and i will be buying a playstation 5 eventually Right. Yeah. And and I love I love what what you said there man like I I try to steer away from that shit way too much. It's like like what what was the thing where like the 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 Xbox UI is in 1080? It's like yeah cuz it's an unfinished build. They when it comes out it'll be 4K. Everybody calm down. Like no, it, it, and, if it's if it's not it doesn't matter. They're in a whole different thing doing a whole different something. You know. Right. right. It, it doesn't I don't care about the interface. I don't I I mean I care about it you want the interface to be smooth. That's that's all. Exactly. That's all. And, and, and and when and it comes to like loading screens, like I don't. I'm sorry. Like I like I don't. 
I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like all this shit that like people like like throw shade at each other constantly about the little. It's a little boring there. already, to be honest. But yeah, it's a reason it's, why. It's a reason why now we're getting SSDs. You know, yeah. um, you don't you don't think the console uh, developers didn't want you to to remove that? I mean, Nintendo stuck with its cartridges for as long as possible. I mean, they they found a way to give you back to cartridges, you know, with the Switch, all right, and and yeah. to eliminate low times because Nintendo knew a long time ago that was the biggest barrier. They saw CDs as a problem of having you interact with the games. Well, and, who had Walkman? Did well, you have a Walkman and, and yeah. you would skip when you would walk down the road? But they fixed it. You know, right. over time, stuff changes, and we're at a point right now. But remember, be careful what you wish for. You wanted the speed, right? You wanted to be in these games a whole lot quicker. Don't cry, don't bitch, don't moan, don't, 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 don't put up a boogie woogie where your memory is gone, and now you got to run out to the store and you got to pay two hundred and twenty-five dollars for mm -hmm. a memory card. And everybody's sitting there saying. Oh well, you know Microsoft is charging so much. Well, brother, it's across the board. Yeah, that's the average yeah. going prices. So they're not making a buck trying to, you know, uh, get into your wallet. This is what it's going to cost you. Now, after this generation, those prices will fall when they become commonplace and they are being uh, mass marketed and mass developed. But first of all, I'm not going to stand for no Spider-Man slander. That's just. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's just it's just I'm with it. I'm game. at that point with it. Like I, I don't care if they were showing me PlayStation 4 uh uh gameplay. I don't care. I, I'm I'm getting it regardless and I'm gonna I'm, enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, because let me tell you, I, I tell you this, boom. If that PlayStation is delayed, that PlayStation 5 is delayed, Miles is not gonna be delayed. Miles is gonna come out on the 12th. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still and that's the game it. that caused me to buy the PlayStation 5. You know, yeah. and, and where I luck out because I didn't buy the original uh, Spider-Man on PlayStation. Yeah, right? so now so you get to play I, the better I version. The benefit of getting the better version without trying to figure out how how do I lose the least amount of money? Well, right now this is the way for me. Yeah, so no, absolutely. And no. play with old Spidey face. I like. Yeah, that. Listen, I, I'm all. I'm. I'm not all about <laughs> platinums, but I'm definitely gonna platinum that, that game yeah. uh, again for sure. But listen, folks. This has been an outstanding two-plus-hour show. Hopefully, you enjoyed yourself as much as we all did. This was a laugh riot for sure. I just got to catch up with some of the Super Chats, and we'll do some outros. Uh, JD Gamer, a generous friend of the show, drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, okay, it's got to be Capcom not playing with Sony. I'm going to tell you this right now. If it turns out to be Capcom... <laughs> folks, that's like buying Disneyland because I'm telling you right now, as someone who grew up as Capcom... Uh, as, as his number one company, who still reveres Capcom as the number one company, I would shit my pants live <laughs> on the air if you're telling me that Resident Evil, Animusha, Dino Crisis, Street Fighter, <laughs> Devil May Cry are all first party exclusives to Microsoft. Look out, world. That's all I'm going to say. And they do have a significant amount of studios. And we all are, are, have, a, I think that most of the community have agreed that the sweet spot from, uh, from Microsoft, when they're finally done, is going to be 30. 30 studios. And and and, uh, and King King's laughing because you know he knows something. But listen, all I can tell you is that look out if it's Capcom. Uh, we have effing news. <laughs> Drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Boom, 
I absolutely love the work and the passion you put into every show, and your panels are always on point. Bring all the facts. Oh, dude, thank you so much for the compliment. Definitely appreciate that. But let's get into the outros, and we're going to start with, of course, our regular panel members, and 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 what? Well, we are, we have. Three of them here today, uh, and we'll start with Mr. Badbit. Obviously, Mr. Badbit, you did a rebranding. I want people to head over to the Trophy Room, check out that new intro that you got going on. Follow you on Twitter to get you, of course, past two thousand followers, which would be dope. But also, why don't you talk about the, the rebranding for a second and tell everyone where they can funnel in and sub your outstanding YouTube channel? Man, this has been a long time coming. Uh, I said on the, the podcast last night that this has been something that's weighed on me for over a year about where the direction of where I wanted to take my channel was. Because knowing, you know, when you're covering a niche like PlayStation or anything, you know you're going to get people that are really dedicated and focused and love that product. But I also never want it to be the, the fanboy talking point of, you know, 15 minute video where, you know, I, I put the tinfoil hat on all the time. So seeing where the trophy room has gone over the past year and seeing the amazing community of, uh, of gamers that we have there, the most welcoming community on the internet. Um, it just felt right to have a channel that felt different than the rest so when I decided to rebrand into uh, the Trophy Room, a PlayStation show on YouTube, it was really a direction that it's about people who appreciate PlayStation. I feel like I, you know, the 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 thing I try to preach is I am a beat reporter for PlayStation. That's the beat I'm covering. Just like if if you're a beat reporter for the Yankees, you cover the Yankees, but you love the sport. I love games. Um, and so, you know, just because we're a PlayStation centric doesn't mean it's the Phil Spencer bashing hour. We love Phil. We love Game Pass. We love Nintendo. We appreciate PlayStation. Um, and that's what we're trying to go for here. So we're doing weekly content each and every Monday. We're going to have commentary around the PlayStation ecosystem, all the news and stuff. We're going to have the, like always, the flagship show, the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast each and every Thursday. And then on Friday, we're going to start doing um this week in playstation where i bring Creed nice nice in, and uh, of all kinds of all shapes of all sizes colors creeds and all that um we're gonna talk playstation and the, like boom i'll have you on in the next few weeks you nice. don't have you don't have a say um you know it's about bringing different voices and having real conversations with folks so you can head on over to the trophy room a playstation show over on youtube you can subscribe to the playstation uh podcast the trophy room a playstation podcast on google play on spotify on itunes uh wherever you get your podcasts you can find the show there and yeah you can check out the new intro over at Twi uh, Twitter at Mr. Badbit or at PS Trophy Room. Uh, it is so so amazing, and again, it's, it's, it's I unbelievable. I was I was I was I was so taken aback that I wanted to hire that guy that made it, and I did just that. And he's working on a new intro for the Xbox Factor podcast, celebrating. Yeah the Xbox brand, and I cannot wait to see what he brings to the table. Uh, we're going to go with, of course, Crispy Bond. Now, Crispy, you have been busy as all heck. Not only are you on this show every Friday morning, but you're on several others. So do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media, but more importantly, check out the other shows that you're on. <laughs> uh, always fun with these guys, King. 
Salute, bro. Oh my uh, as always, Forte, <laughs> rare, but, you know, love being on with you, bro. Uh, it's just an awesome time. Mr. Babbitt, as always, my friend, and, of course, Dreadpool and the, the host with the mostest uh, boomstick. <laughs> we love it. Thank you, sir. And, uh, <laughs> uh, at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Yes, we had a hip, hiccup last night. Uh, you know, Bot had some personal matters, so we did not have next. We are thinking Saturday at 5 p.m. for next podcast. Okay. Um, and also Retro Renegades, Tuesday, 7 p.m. And you can always find me here on Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. every Friday. No, oh, thank you so much for being here, brother. Super appreciate that. And yes, definitely check out the next podcast and also check out Retro Renegades. And that's another program. A little different than what you're used to, but a, a fun show where if you enjoy some of the older classics, you're definitely going to get it there. And of course, <coughs> Mr. Dreadpool, thank you so much for being here. As always, you're here every Friday, but you have been doing some things on your own on your own YouTube channel. Tell everyone about that new program you have going, and also what other shows you're on, as well as where they can find you on social media. Yes. Um, thank you, first of all, for everybody for being here and hanging out with us. The chat was awesome. You can find uh, Breaking Bread with Dread uh, everywhere, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, um, what was it? Google Podcasts. There's a whole bunch of other places. Um, but what we do is we... we go out and I find a, another personality in our community and we sit down and we eat, we talk and we, you know, just about gaming in life. Right. And the most recent one is cotton McCast. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. He That's came down one. for the lightnings uh, celebration and that was the, the one that I was supposed to meet up with. Uh, and you know, party a little too hard. <laughs> so we had you know tempest met up with me and, and you know we made we made the best of it and then uh we met up uh the following saturday and you know go from there and i have another one that i'm working on again so it's it's it was supposed to be a monthly thing it's turning out to be a little bit more repetitive so you know it's good it's all yeah. good yeah, absolutely, and it's, and it's a good program. It's it's obviously some you know two podcasters that are known to the community sit down and shooting the shit and enjoying breakfast or lunch or dinner, and uh, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. And I think you definitely should uh, support this man because he does support many people in this community. So, Red, thanks for being here, brother. Super, super appreciate that. You can find me on uh, uh, every Wednesday on Gaming Beyond the Box, eight p.m. Yep. Eastern. Uh, except for this month, the uh, Playcasters is on Saturdays. I won't be there unless it's earlier uh, because I got the Haunted House that I sponsor. Uh, obviously, every Friday here, Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm also helping out Italian Clowns with some interviews. We did an interview with uh, Delilah Studios head, AJ, and an actress that um, played the, the evil queen, uh, Savon Hewlett. Um, those interviews went well. I know Crispy did one with him with the uh, the Gears um, uh, Chris composer. Yeah, Chris. Yep. Yeah. So Gears yeah, Five. Klaus has been doing great, and he's been you know, like I said, inviting me to help out. And we did another one with um, uh, War Cave. Uh, the game was called Black Legends. Mm, so okay. and, and nice. those are very interesting interviews. Uh, not because I was there, but because. The information we got from these games that we didn't really know about and, and some of the inside details so definitely check that out and then tomorrow surprise announcement i'll be on game on daily nice dude wow excellent <laughs> yeah. i was i was on their show two weeks ago so it's I a blast saw. yeah it, it, awesome. they're great um yeah. and actually gaz was on with us with uh sylvain so nice. um 
Sunday oh, night. Yeah, it's 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 a busy week for me. Sunday night, yeah. TXR. And um, what was it? Thursday night, original Next Level uh, Gaming Podcast. I'll be on there, too. Nice, yeah. brother. Well, listen, you obviously keep yourself busy. Make sure you get some sleep because, <laughs> damn, man, you're definitely working the the, 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 the the podcasting angle for sure. King David, you, my friend, not only <laughs> dropped an incredible video yesterday for King of Statues with one of my personal favorite characters, uh, and some people consider him as Thor's brother, we don't even know he is not. He is still... An incredible character. We're talking about Better Ray Bill. The statue was dope. We also have you doing, you know, you're also on another uh, statue show, but you're also, your mainstay is, of course, the Iron Lords podcast on Sundays during football season at 11 a.m. Once football season ends, 1 p.m. And I know that you like that time better. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and check out your other programs. Oh, you could definitely, oh, first and foremost, uh, thank you, Boom, for having me on the show. Uh, thank you, Crispy, Dreadpool, Forte, Mr. Bad Bit. Of course, it's always a pleasure, you know, talking gaming with you guys. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at KingDavidOTW. It's the same thing on Xbox Live. Uh, PlayStation, my PSN is uh, Xbox 360 Lover 01. <laughs> Yeah, I love that man. <laughs> Always gives me a smile. <laughs> I, I actually was uh, ecstatic when they allowed me to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm doing another video right now, so you may notice uh, the turntable is empty. Uh, I have a statue that I'm going to unbox right now. I'm going to do the video right after this. Uh, you can catch me at Dolph Castle X tonight at 9 p.m. The, the best damn statue uh, show in the known universe. Mm -hmm. It's a podcast where we talk about statues, uh, video games, entertainment, and comic books. Uh, so, you know, you get a chance to watch a, a couple of millionaires talk about uh, statues and stuff like that. Sundays, like Boom said, uh, you can catch me on Iron Lords Podcast mm -hmm. at 11 a.m. This football season needs to end. All right, so I can get back to 1 p.m. Uh, Dreadpool, tomorrow, me and you, Game One Daily. Yes, I'll nice. be on Game One Daily uh, there. And also, I have to drop uh, another video because you have uh, Combat Talk uh, making its uh, triumphant return. Uh, we're going to be having uh, Lomachenko, Vasily Lomachenko versus Termofimo Ter Lopez uh, for the lightweight titles. That fight is on ESPN plus uh, you get a chance to watch it on Saturday I'm going to tell you if you love any form of combat sports you're going to see the pinnacle in uh Vasily Lomachenko is a three-time uh, uh, Olympic uh champion gold medalist and when I tell you he is a savant in the ring you're going to see him push to his absolute limits, fighting Tarafimo Lopez, a young, <clears throat> a young lion who is going for the throne, and he is definitely a huge threat to uh, Vasily's uh, titles. So definitely check that out. Definitely check me out. Definitely. Bro, we definitely appreciate you being here, brother. And last and in no way least, uh, our very good brother. Uh, who represents not only this community in a proper manner, not only puts out unbelievable content, but represents GameStop in a proper manner. Thanks so much for being here and giving us your insight. Gaming Forte, your site, your 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 site, your YouTube <laughs> channel has exploded on the scene, and for good reason. The content is there. 
and it's in an abundance, but it's an abundance of good content and quality content. Tell everyone where they can subscribe to your channel so we can get you past 3,000 subs sooner than later. And also, what other shows you're on? Because I know you're on 19 of them. Oh, man, it feels like that way sometimes. But you <laughs> know what? The, the funny thing is... It, it's a lot of great content creators out here, man. That's the one thing. That's the one thing that I realized going to this next generation. A lot of people are starting to make content yep. on the thing that they love the most, which are the systems that they, they love to play on. And I support that 100%. And like this show, uh, Iron Lords on Sundays, you know, shout out to them every Sunday morning. Best show that's on that it's possible that you have on a Sunday. So love that show. And then, um, yeah, man, it's just it's incredible to see how many people are just talking games and the faster these systems come out, the faster we can just get to the conversation about games is that's yes. what I'm looking forward the most. But uh, outside of that, man, it's Gaming Forte everywhere. YouTube, Twitter. Check us out on the DPS podcast, Damage Per Second with Slow Mo Backslap every Tuesday at 9 p.m. We also got Brap on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. with Enrique, B-Money, Eric Jackson in uh, Slow Mo Backslap. Probably one of the most underrated shows you guys ever know because we we get into all types of different things when it comes to the conversation around games. Don't bash any of the systems. Just have fun talking about it. It's like literally a bunch of friends coming together, pretty much like the Iron Lords are. Uh, and then certainly not True. least, love the Ashen Luca. Mm -hmm. yes. Every Saturday, 4 p.m., maybe 4 p.m., depending on if she's getting her hair done or not. <laughs> uh, maybe 4 p.m. Um Dog, Scumcast is one of the best shows. If you just want to have something that's completely different and out of the left field every Saturday, the show is the best show that's for you. And it's run by probably one of the most gracious and nicest people in this community, even though it doesn't come off that way on Twitter sometimes. So no, 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 don't, don't <laughs> even though it don't come you. off the like, even though it don't come off that way on Twitter, something she's one of the nicest people in the world she and uh um, definitely helps us out a lot. So I will always shout I will always shout those people that I shout out in these podcasts because they are the reason I'm doing as well as I'm doing, and they bring something to the community that I think a lot of people don't realize, and it's just a voice. They give voices to everybody, you know, and I truly appreciate that across the board. So thanks again, Boom, for the invite as always, man. It's been a long time since I've been on Breakfast with Boom, and I'm yeah, happy to yeah. be here on a Friday with you, man. Well, thanks so much for being there as always. And, folks, this has been a great show. Uh, real quick, one super chat came in. King, you'll appreciate this. It's from... It is from P1553D1. He drops an outstanding and very generous $2 super chat and says, Pissed. My, na my PS name is Xbox360 is better. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, folks, again, thank you so much for supporting this channel. Thank you for supporting every one of the content creators that are here. Uh, we had over... Man, we had we had an abundance of people here today. We had a, 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 tr a another record breaking day, uh, and having having over seven hundred and thirty people here is a, is a big deal. I think I think it might even more than that at some point. Um, and I want to thank everybody for taking the time to be here to support this morning show. Of course, I'm going to close out something uh, that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it's going to be important to you, and it's something that my dad taught me. And I think that this world needs this more now than ever before. And it's two things he said when I was a kid. He said, son, treat others how you yourself want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So enjoy gaming on whatever console you enjoy get playing on, and have a fantastic weekend. Be safe, wear a mask, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.